if you wasn't thinking of fucking hoes, then like, I mean, I like all all day long. That's all you thought about. Like literally, bro, I was in class trying to hatch schemes to get bitches, <laughs> like to get yeah, have sex. That's, that's why you're still in college now, nigga. <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> nigga. Ridiculous. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> but, the, but that's some young nigga shit. Like, that's all young niggas nah, do. Nah, real shit. Every, every move you made somehow evolved around... Oh, that's a fact. It, getting pussy. Everything you did, bro. Bro, I Not swear. Not one move you made. Like, nigga, when I got a job, I didn't get a job because that was the responsible you thing. You got a job for money to get to go... Up. To go play yeah, with these hoes. Exactly. I just needed a little bit of money to buy something that was going to impress these bitches. <laughs> it's oh, true, man. though. That's like, fact, honestly, bro. men, I really, like, the Family Guy episode, and I, and I didn't understand when I was younger, but when I go back and watch it now, makes total sense where Peter and Quagmire are like, yo, what if we go back in time and we agree that we don't fuck bitches? And they're like, and they're, they're like, all right, agreed. They go back in time when they come back to the future. They're fucking billionaires because <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't mess yeah. with hoes. Like if men did not mess with hoes, we would be so much further along as a, as a as a as a, as a uh, gender. We really would. Yeah. As a fact, but I'm bro. saying I'm saying <laughs> even even when you playing that game, like let's say you one of them niggas that didn't talk to females and you just was grinding, got on your shit and did something crazy. Even when you reach that end point, oh yeah, it's coming. About how can I use my billions to get these hoes? But then you, <laughs> then you become a weird nigga. Like, yeah, like that's yeah, that's yeah. the type where you like at social work, awareness is, and you and you, fla- you flashing your money, and then you get Weinstein. That's what that's yeah. what that is. But like, yo, also, but also to the flip of that though, because that last point, I because it's hard to say because if men didn't focus on women, yeah, they could become quote unquote rich, but like. Honestly, I feel like our drive is for women. Like, yeah. like granted, we yeah. do shit for ourselves, of course. Like, this podcast is for nobody else. No, no, no woman in my life is this podcast is for. Not for the bitches. But the undertones of it, though, I'm working to accomplish a dream to take care of the women in my life. So oh, okay. it's okay. like, Where you going with so this? it's like, it's like, there's like layers to it. So I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I do think everything men do is for women at the end of the day. Yeah. But see, yeah. but that's how it's supposed to be. Once you get a little more mature, you know, you make mm-hmm. your moves to take right. care of the people you care about. But when you are young, it's look, nigga, I'm just trying to get my dick wet. Fuck yeah. all that extra <laughs> shit. What a puss that man. Stop playing. <laughs> well, y'all, but you're the wall niggas like, see, cause, Brooklyn, it was easy for him because he lived in New York, nigga. He could go to a bitch house. He could walk to a girl house. Doom, it was hard for us. Living in, in yeah, country-ass Louisiana. In New York, they could get on a train, nigga. First yeah, all, like, wait, look, look it was no, hard. No, Let me no, tell you why no, it was hard. Because, no, no, no. like, when I was at my mama house, ain't no way I'm bringing no hoe back to my mama house. So where I'm a fuck? In a Hell. car, in a parking lot, in a fucking park, parking lot, in a car, outside. Nigga, like, I, had, I was I had fucking everywhere, bro. Bro, when I was, I remember I got my first car when I was 17, bro. And I had this little spot. I go to this little whack ass car wash in Karen Crow. And I just park my shit in the last thought. It'd be two in the morning. I'm going crazy. But what was extra fucked up was I had brought so many hoes to that spot. Bro. Yo. I was like, if any one of these, because you know Karen Crow Lafayette shit small. 
if any girl start telling a story, she might be like, damn, that nigga. Took me to the same spot. Dude, I said the same thing, bro. I'm going to snitch on myself super hard because I don't care because I'm out the game. I'm out the game. I don't even give a fuck. Yo, when I was at that age, dude, I swear they had this one girl told his other girl about the the uh the fountain where Lyndon goes. Yeah, Brooklyn, you know the, you know on Camellia when you go down how they got that oh, little yeah. fountain? Bro, inside that parking lot of the fountain, that was my spot. I'm 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 busting up some cheeks in that spot every like every Saturday night. <laughs> and All right. they, they used to know. It was known. Did they, did they like did they tell each other or like Oh yeah, it was, it was like but it was one of those things where like we was at school and like it was during lunch and the girls was just talking and one said something and the other and then the other like, one was like and then they just ran over, and I was like, what's wrong? And then it was like, we got to talk to you. And I was like, what? why are we doing this right now? What's going on? Put two and two together. Panicking, bro. Oh, super panic. Three girls he hit, walk up to them together. How am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, because it was the, it was, I, I did this, I, bro, I was, I was a coach. Like, I was one of those bad coaches that got fired that was like, my plan's going to work at every team I go to. So, like, I did the same moves on every, on every bitch. That I didn't evolve me. until college. Like, it was, that y'all, was y'all getting the same game every time. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't know why I thought it was easy in New York. Imagine you could go trying to, to take the house. train to a bitch house, bro. They didn't live near you, bro. They, the bitches <laughs> you were trying to get did not live near you, bro. Okay. Now, you think about getting on the train, 30-minute ride to get the house? Bro, I never did it. No, because I got to the train station, and I'm like, I'm just going to beat my dick. I'm just going to beat my dick. I'm not doing it. I'm gonna beat my dick. And I walk back upstairs like, I'm not coming. You still had that option, though. In Louisiana, it was There's no option. Shit. You got to well, walk. Yeah, I feel that, but, like, I mean, especially with my mom stay at in the Bronx, it wasn't nothing but junkies and crackheads. Like, if if it was walking distance, you probably shouldn't be hitting that. <laughs> like, for real. Like, it wasn't until I got to Long Island when I was at community college where the car aspect, that, that's shit, I'm telling you, bro, the car aspect, that's what it was when you that age. And car on top of that, we're talking about New York City. How many of these bitches you think live on their own, bro? I'm talking about that's uncles, that's, cousins, that's true. sisters, brothers, all grown ain't left the house. That's, That's true. Crazy. I believe that, especially after watching Seinfeld. Only rich Come niggas on, like bro. really yeah. moving to New York. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. There's like 18 people living in the house. And shout out to the Dominicans. They be having everybody in the house. I'm like, damn, nigga, your grandma. It's like three generations under one roof. Couldn't be me. Hey, they, they getting it. They getting to it. What I was about to say. Oh, yo, car sex? Car sex isn't good sex, bro. Let me just say, let me just like, Crash. oh no, but we were young. Yeah, once, once you get older, bro, like, I'll never do it in a car place, again. Why would you ever want to do it in a car, bro? Never, right? Never again. Like, that is the absolute worst, Absol- absolute worst. But not, man, I think we're getting better at these cold opens. If, if I'd have started a little earlier, they'd have got some wild shit because we, we, we was wild a little bit. But before. I think you started at the right time. That's why yeah, you took that joke at the right time. Okay. The right, <laughs> the right moment. Look, we're getting better at it. Yo, shout out to Ian, man. This is a great idea. This is uh, episode 167 of the Bros Who Think podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard is in the motherfucking building. I'm joined by my co-host as always, Mr. Brooklyn to my left. And at the bottom, we got Doom. How y'all doing, fellas? I know we just went on this long little convo, but like, how y'all doing this weekend? Man, I'm doing good, bro. I don't know about y'all, but October feel like it's motherfucking flying, nigga. Like, it this is. shit is on the express lane to 2021, dog. Yeah. Is, I'm kind of, I'm ready to get out of this year. And then I saw somebody post, and it made me like super sad. Yeah. They were like... I- 
just because we got out of 2020 doesn't mean it's going to change the problems. And I was like, wow. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking asshole. It won't, it won't though. It is, it'll be the same. It'll be a new year with the same bullshit. Yeah. Ho- hopefully it's better. Hopefully it's fucking better. Cause this was, this was a lot. This was a lot this year. A lot happened. We went on quarantine. I think like, it, <laughs> it, it's going to be, it's going to be another solid year before shit recover. Oh, like I think sure. even when the 2020 era in got to go through a recovery phase, bro. Oh, gosh, man. It's going to be a while. It was a lot, like a lot, too much, too much. And like all kind of shit happened. We lost a lot of people. It's a crazy year, but let's get to pot. Glad y'all doing well. Uh, first topic we got this week. Yo, why are the old rappers just clowning? And somebody sent me, shout out to my guy, CJ, because me and CJ always talking politics in, in, uh, on IG and shit. Just because like, and CJ wouldn't mind me saying this. CJ is like a black dude who is, uh, he, I wouldn't say he's a conservative, but like he tends to lean more to the right for his financial pockets. Like, like, like Doom and myself. I'm fiscally conservative. I always say that. But like, you know, I'm, I'm uh, socially liberal. But CJ's always talking to me because I'm always, I'm always against some of the shit the right be doing because I just got called like some of the hypocrisy. But like, and we we're talking about Ice Cube and it's just like, I get Ice Cube saying he's trying to meet with both parties, but 12 days before election, my nigga, like, what is That's that going to accomplish? Doing nothing. I knew you was getting, when you said old heads, I was like, he talking about Ice Cube. What, like, <laughs> what, like I, I don't understand. And then I'm glad black women got on his ass because he, yo, he didn't put black women in the fucking black contract for America. And, he, and then he, he ended up like ranting. He was like, see, this is the problem with y'all. You always want to bring niggas down. He was talking to like some women on BT Soul. He's like, why y'all don't want to help me? Why can't y'all help me? And I was like, whoa, Ice Cube got a little He's too little old hostile. to be fucking up his image like that. Yeah. <laughs> like he'll never get canceled, but it's just like, Really, nigga? See, right. I, I like that kind of shit. It's the timing that's just bad. You that's know what, what I'm saying? Because like, it's like, you know, like, because granted, let's say Trump does get elected. It's great that he's doing that because, like, we're going to need somebody to talk for us. Like, I'm, I'm going to believe that you got to talk to both sides to get shit right. done. You can't just talk to, you can't just think talking to one side is going to accomplish shit. But my thing is, has this nigga's track record shown that, like, he'll help you and... You know you're going on Twitter in two minutes. Like the moment that phone call in, it's a picture of you going up on my on his Twitter saying, "That's a fact." Look, niggas, I got you. I got the nigga that did that did niggas with attitude. What's up? <laughs> like attitude Biden and Kamala, y'all could y'all could do what y'all got. I got the cube, nigga. Like that's you. You, you I don't know what's fucked up about that though? It's like I feel like we the only. We the only race that got a specific agenda for everybody. Like, I don't understand why as a as a black person, the shit that I find in, in my best interest might be different from the next black person. Like, you don't hear a fucking white agenda or Mexican agenda or uh, Asian agenda. Like, these niggas just do what's best for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I say I didn't mind Ice Cube talking to the Republican Party. Like, I think it should be in your best interest to hear what both sides oh, got to fact, offer you. You know what I mean? Cause like, and I might catch a lot of heat for this, but I don't mind Trump politically. Like if, if we stuck to just his stances in politics and shit, like I don't agree with everything, 
but he got a lot of shit that I'm like. Oh, you talking about policy? You're not talking about yeah. like social? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now it's the other shit that come with Trump that's just inexcusable to me. Right. So it's like I can't <laughs> support that shit at all. But it's like if if he just went in the White House and just did his shit and shut the fuck up. There's a lot of shit to like about Trump. Like that, you know I mean? Look, I'm, I'm, I, and look, I used to joke on this pod and I had to stop joking, like run it back four more years. Like it was a joke because of like all that shit, he would, <laughs> the shenanigans he would do. But I had to stop that joke because it's like, I agree with you. His policies aren't, aren't like terrible. The only one that's like terrible is his healthcare shit. But other than that, it's, and, and honestly, his healthcare shit is just a copy of Obama with like a couple of twinks here and right. there. But like, uh, the thing is, it's, it's, it's what he does, like, outside of the office that, like, promoting white supremacy, like, raising the raising the the fires of racism. Like, right. Like, yeah. not not He's allowing people to protest, like, not allowing people to protest is a constitutional fucking flaw. It's like a, it's a constitution. You can't do that shit. That's like in Amendment 1. And watching that new Netflix movie, The Trial of Chicago 7, y'all go check out our review, Seamus Plug, on Bros Who Binge. But... Nah, bro, this shit was going on in the 60s. Like, this, like, that case in that movie was just like, yo, the 60s was, were real, were real ass people, like, all across the board. But then it gets to, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and it's like, what did you niggas do? It and was that, the booger the, sugar, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, when they put the crack and the booger sugar That's in the fact. community, it was slow, bro. It, it became about, like, the 80s were all about self-indulgence. Like, yes. how can I lift, like, where the 60s was How like, can I get higher, bro? It was like, I, I'll take care of the group and we'll raise the group. The, and, and not just higher, like in terms of like your, your fucking drug capacity, but that's, that's a fact. But it's also, it's just like, how can I make as much money as I can for me? Like, I don't give a fuck about the man next to me. And that really hurt us. Like, uh, of course, other, and see, black people tried it like how white people did, but also we had the problem of crack being in the hood. But like, the Asian community didn't subscribe to that. Like, the... The Jewish community didn't subscribe to that. Like, there were some communities that just stayed about lifting up their communities. And that's why we see whole Asian parts of town where the money stays inside of that part of fucking town. Whereas with, like, us and white people, it was like, no, it's about oneself. It's about getting to the Millie. It's about getting to the Billy. Like, and we didn't care about the people next to us. Yeah. Shit, they still don't. No, they don't. They're saying they do. But, I mean, and that's another thing. That's another thing we got to stop. Like, and I, and I posted about this. I said, I'm going to be posting about this election, talking about it. Like, we got to stop the idea of lying on the internet to look cool. Got to stop it. Like, all you people out there that's like, I'm a stop social justice warrior. I'm fighting for this, but your ass doesn't go vote. You're ignorant. You are ignorant. Ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. It's like, if you, if you, don't fake the funk. Like, uh, uh, integrity, authenticity, but nobody has that on the fucking internet. And I know, and I don't know even why I'm asking for this, but like, because we're not going to put clicks and views, bro. Yeah, it really is. Like, yeah. especially when you're, uh, uh, your avatar is an egg emoji and you don't give a fuck that people don't know who you yeah. are. Like, trolling like fuck. Crazy, that kind of, that kind of bring me to a hot take about Trump, bro. I don't think that none of the shit he do is like genuinely out of fucking races intent you know what i mean i think he do it because he know that people gonna do what you talking about like they just go crazy each other he's staying at peak relevancy you know what i mean because you gotta think regardless of trump the president or not 
he gonna care about his business and his money and all that other shit just a little more than that like being the president comes second to him which is why it's a problem he in office you know what i'm saying but i don't think he do none of that shit as like oh let me let me talk about building a wall because i hate mexicans it's like Nah, I'm going to say some outlandish shit because I know, Cause I know people out there motherfuckers yeah. will just keep arguing all day about get it. Riled up. Relevant. Exactly, bro. And then that, like, and that's, and that goes back to the point of like, his, like, he's, he's smart. He knows there's a, there's a group of people out there that don't like some of the progressive shit that happened between Bush and Obama. And it's like, all right, bet. I'm going to tap into that. I'm going to tap into that racist shit. But at the end of the day, they don't realize that I don't fucking like you because you're poor. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, he's like, bro, you poor. I don't care what color you are. You poor, bro. It don't matter to me. You have nothing to help me. And I go right. back to that individual gain. It's like, gotta break that. Gotta fucking break that. And speaking of that, that's 50 Cent, another old head. 50 yeah. Cent said he he leaving voting for Trump because he's not trying to turn into 20 Cent. I get the taxes thing. But like, my nigga, come on, fam. Come on, fam. They got poor people out here dying. What are you talking about, 50? You know, 50 has always been about himself, bro. <laughs> I wasn't even shocked. Like, I didn't even I wasn't. blink when I saw him say that. I'm like, yeah, that's 50. That's yeah. true. 50 See, been by but, himself. But but my thing is, though, there is that other side of the coin that people argue. It's like, all right, we got tax money. Like, there's a, there's a pool of tax money available to help these people that we're talking about. But when and can you even remember a time where we thought like, damn, our tax money went to good use? It doesn't. Like they never do anything with it. So I, I would say I would that I've never it. seen that shit in Louisiana. It goes to the military, and I'm a snitch. I'm a snitch on my military homies. I'm not gonna say who or what, but I'm a military say, homie I'm, right here. I know, but dude, dude, gonna be here to just to like confirm it, bro. Doom, I heard, and you, you, you was in the branch, so this is fire. They said that at like the place they got the new PS5, they got this, they got that, yeah, they got bro. they got all the new sh- that's why tax dollars going. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you why and how that's fucked up, bro. So I remember I got I was deployed in Turkey. I was at Insulik Air Base, right? Mm-hmm. And the way the the way the Air Force work is like Congress will, will put out a bill saying this is how much of the budget we allotting to the Air Force, to these specific squadrons within the Air Force, right? And so you got a certain amount of time within the fiscal year to use the money. That money. Or just go back to the pool of money. Mm. Like you lose your specific branch, your specific squadron. So what happens is right before that fiscal year ends, y'all spend all that niggas shit. are just... They'll they'll create shit to buy just so they won't lose the money. Because and if what not, happened they would adjust the budget. Yeah. And then they lose right. their funds. Exactly. Because oh. just like you said, like if they don't use the money, the government go, well, these niggas didn't need that much money. So we take it next back. year, take it, take it down a little bit. Pretty much when I was when I was deployed in Turkey, they had like it was it was the end of the fiscal year, right? So they had a bunch of money that they didn't spend yet. And them niggas blew it on some crazy shit, bro. <laughs> so I was, I was saying we were supposed to be in that bitch. <laughs> like, think of, think of deployed location. We supposed to be like living in tents, eating MREs and shit, and right. that ain't how it was. Like, Y'all I was steaks, in, lobsters, bro. I was in a nice ass hotel, bro. We would have like shrimp and steak once a week. I mean, it wasn't the greatest shit, but it was still something. It was still, yeah. Niggas, See, 
they they built a fucking game room, bro. <laughs> With these big flat screen TVs, my nigga, we eat. That's what I heard about. Yes, full Xbox, like the whole shit. That's what I heard about. Club and that, them niggas are the strobe lights and shit, a little (laughs) DJ setup. And we didn't have, like, obviously we deployed, so it wasn't like we could just hire a DJ. But niggas could go up in the DJ booth and connect their phone and fucking play shit off of Spotify. We had a little club jumping and shit in that motherfucker, bro. It was going, <laughs> I'm telling you, but them niggas blew some money. Like, See, spent, like, nigga, I was the finance nigga. So I was the nigga that had to like, basically send the shit to contract and then get, get it approved. So they got right. to purchase it. These niggas was spending M's, my nigga. <laughs> like, they spent M's on a gym, bro. All brand new equipment. They spent M's on these fucking washing machines that was like, it was a washer and a dryer built. Government getting his in one. But it was like some, some robot shit, my nigga. You know, do it in like 30 minutes. Complete wash and dry, my nigga. <laughs> That's, That's insane, bro. That's nuts, bro. But no, it but see. crazy. I didn't I'm even know le- that like that exists. I'm less <laughs> mad at I'm less mad at the army and y'all doing that than I am at the police doing that. Because the police definitely do that. <laughs> but in a different way. Yeah. It's just the niggas at the top that keep all the money. Because like there's no way these budgets, these police budgets be getting billions and millions of dollars. And we still don't solve, they don't solve no damn crimes. Like, I got to stop yeah. being uh, uh, enamored by these cop shows because that shit don't happen in real life. <laughs> that shit don't happen in real life. Yeah. Stabler and Olivia Benson <laughs> aren't solving <laughs> crimes like heroes, that. bro. <laughs> that, that is a fact, though, because, like, in the military, bro, niggas do that. And, and we be living good when it's, like, the perks happen. But I still know niggas that I would chill with personally that went out there when it was time to do some real shit. And didn't fucking come back. Like they still had to go do they. Yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. That's you why I'm saying? not mad at y'all. The cops but, ain't doing that. <laughs> no, right. yeah, the, the cops are not. So they, they their budget definitely needs to go down. But yeah, Brooklyn, I was you was right. I wasn't surprised by Fifty Cent. Wasn't surprised at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. But I'm not gonna even spend long time. But just the old heads, y'all got to do better. Got to do better. Uh, wh- Romeo had like this big thing, and the only reason why I got this on here is because we're from said generation that he was talking about. Romeo said he was the face of a generation. What face was Romeo the generation of, bro? Like, what are you talking about? You know how niggas have a hot year or like a hot two years <laughs> and then they take it the wrong way? This is a prime example of him taking it the wrong way. This That's like Antonio Brown saying he was the face of the NFL. No, nigga, you had two hot years <laughs> and then you moved on. Nigga, Romeo was hot for two years, nigga. Romeo was not oh, Bow Wow. Yes. Like, it was the face of the generation was Bow Wow, Chris Brown, and Omarion. In Soldier Boy. Giving Big Soldier his props. That, that, yeah, you better give Big Soldier his props. It's not Romeo. Like, That's Romeo's right. TV show wasn't even that good. Like, if I'm being honest. And if I'm and, and being real honest, bro, like... I was Romeo's music Twitter, good? I, bro, it was right after he said that. People on Twitter was like, name two Romeo songs or you gonna die. Like, bro, all I can name is the fucking theme song, nigga. Like, I'm dead, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone, bro. Yeah. I just had to say, I just had to throw that out there because, like, <laughs> Romeo, not the face of a generation at all. Like, at all. Who told Romeo, him that? Romeo, one of them niggas, he got caught up living in his dad. Like, like mm-hmm. he can't accept that nigga. You, you didn't do much. Right. <laughs> that was you all your dad, my nigga. Like, and he was supposed to be ball at you. I remember when it was this big Romeo going to play at USC. Nigga never stepped foot on nigga USC. Was and I was, I was, hey, 
I was ready to watch them games. I used to like, oh yeah, Romeo playing. Let's see. Nah, nigga, then I get it was no. The Rosen playing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yo, and this OJ, nigga. And OJ Mayo, I think too. This nigga thought he was getting playing time over the Rosen. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. nigga pulled up to campus and DeRozan pulled up to campus straight out of Compton. Like, what's up, little nigga? <laughs> The nigga fact. pulled out. Romeo came out of his five-story mansion. DeRozan came out of his mama home in the projects, bro. Who you think this nigga it? thought he was gonna be balling, bro? That's funny <laughs> as fuck. I don't think that this nigga went to USC, but yeah, DeRozan was like, nigga, sit down. <laughs> Yo, the nigga let the midi king beat him, bro. De- Demar DeRozan, old mid-range ass. Like, come on, Romeo, you you could have got that nigga, bro. DeRozan, not all that. <laughs> Got that nigga. See, but we can't we can't cap on DeRozan though. He yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, lit water uh, right now. Nah, DeRozan, DeRozan was punching it on niggas back then, bro. <laughs> like, maybe I'll DeRozan. let you do that to Mayo, but like yeah, Mayo was a flop, big flop. DeRozan, yeah. not no flop. DeRozan did have some good years in Toronto. He had some good years. Nigga didn't win nothing because the game changed and a nigga can't shoot a three well, point yeah, and yeah, save yeah. his life. But like yeah, yeah in the 90s, DeRozan would have been a baller. DeRozan would have been a multi-time a all-star. That's oh, a fact. All up, bro. Yeah, for sure. All right, shout out to Rosen. But uh, next up, y'all saw Tory Lane's IG. <laughs> this I is did. where do- this is where Doom about to go off. Ain't <laughs> PC lit no more. Yo, look, I'm I just mean, I, I, I I don't know who to believe. And I know it's getting be tough like, at this point, bro. And I know people can be like, "You're supposed to believe Meg," but it's like we gotta like we gotta go both sides of the court. We gotta be fair to both sides. But it's just like something not adding up with both of these stories. See, my thing is, nobody can, if you listen objectively, bro, like if you take out the the whole little narrative of we got to protect our black queens, which is true. Don't get me wrong. That is true. But I'm saying if there's a situation that didn't go down like that, and then we defending her based on details that aren't Of true, a drunken night, of a drunken blurred yeah, night. Yeah, like at some point we got to stop and be like, all right. We can't just tear the black man down in in the light of lifting up black women. Right. Because you got to do both. Like, both have to exist. They can't exist without each other. You know what I'm saying? And I, I like something that he said in his live. He was saying, we we always talk about uh, protecting the black woman, uplifting the black woman. But who do you think is going to do that if it's not the black man? You know what I'm saying? Like... Feel that you can't just tear down niggas just for the fuck of it because you want to be protected. Like that shit just not gonna work. Also, you know what I'm saying the story. I, I, the story of she got shot in the foot to now she got grazed. So it's just like because yeah. like I'm if she got shot in the foot, she wouldn't have been able to walk. I, the like, gun somebody, fell. somebody said that on Twitter, and I thought and like as as obvious as it was, I sat there for like five minutes. Like you know what? If she would have gotten this shit, five foot shot in the foot, she wouldn't have been able to walk. So how is she yeah, still walking? And, and bro, they they and he which he brought that up. He was saying that you can go back and look at all that shit. They had her like two days later dancing in DJ Khaled crib. That's like, a fact. And if you got IG. shot in the foot, you can't. It's do like that. and Shorty yeah. walked out the car, bro. And like the TMZ footage of the the helicopter shit. She was walking out the car with her hands up when the cops got them. That's why it don't make no sense, especially yeah. when you especially when you add the fact that the man was banging both her and her best friend. That's just not good. That's just not good energy. And where is the gunpowder residue? 
I'm telling y'all, the gun hit the floor and went off. I'm telling y'all, when it started to come out, y'all got to give me my money, bro. I'm telling y'all, the, the shit hit the floor and went off. And she said, this nigga shot me. <laughs> oh, her friend said that. One of and I'm telling you, bro, like, yeah. the one of the things why I can't really believe her story fully is because we all watched Meg dry the boat. This bitch drinking cognac straight out the bottle, no chaser, for months. Yeah. She drank That's like a nigga. That's a fact. <laughs> Brooklyn. Is she 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 bro? Maybe she needs to go to AA, bro. Maybe she needs to go to AA. She be driving the boat. She be, she yeah, be making no lot of, Bro, it's a lot of holes in her story. And Tori's story make the most sense. And, and then you throw the Kylie get, factor in it, too. Yep. Like, and I get the internet, bro. Like, the internet, you always gonna wanna talk about a crazy story. Like, that's what right. niggas on the internet do. So, bro, all they, that they made up from. the rumor that he said, dance, dance bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. Come on. Bro, dude, when Chris was sitting us down, I was like, what the fuck? Like, and, and you don't think that if that would have happened, we just this ground, that nigga wouldn't have been in jail that same day? Yeah. Like, you telling me we would have just let this nigga walk free after that? He'd like, have been in Canada for sure. His ass was getting deported. There's no way you telling some woman Thanks, dance, bro. bitch, and shoot at her feet. That's nuts, bro. That is nuts. <laughs> oh, man. This fiasco is continuing. We will keep up to date. But I'm getting to the point where I was with Jussie Smollett when the Jussie Smollett Juicy. Was going. My Juicy. We, we had to stop uh, talking about his ass. So it's getting to that point with Tori and baby. Meg. Yeah, Jussie. that's a fact, bro. Because that Nick, bro. Mr. Smouye. <laughs> that nigga lied. <laughs> like, want to talk about a lie. And I just think... That was a bad lie. <laughs> it was a terrible it, lie. It was worse because it was for no fucking reason. Like for no fucking reason, bro. No fucking reason. It's okay. You like to get a noose around your neck, my nigga. It's okay if that's your and sexual like, life. That's cool. And they was writing you off. They was writing you off, my nigga. You couldn't stop them from writing you off the show. If they was gonna write you off the show, if this was your last season, nigga. It was your last season. No sympathy was gonna stop the writers from writing you off, nigga. The it's Hollywood. It's cold blooded. If they was writing you off, nigga, that's it. That's it, yeah. bro. Like, that nigga made a whole race play thing. Like, what? Yo, it, it was just some two, That is two insane, bro. Two Dominican niggas. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Two Dominican niggas snitched on his ass fast. Oh, no, Nigerians. Yeah, the Nigerian, the Nigerian uh, personal trainers. Like, <laughs> thus. <laughs> He just said, yo, 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 all right, we're gonna move on. Mr. Smoyang. <laughs> oh, juice. shit, Ju- juicy ass. All right, well, we got some, uh, some relationship life things. So, uh, I was, I was, I was seeing all these, these posts about these, she belonged to the streets. So I wanted to know what are the signs that she still belonged to the streets? I got one. All her convos are through Snapchat. She belonged to the streets. That's a fact. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. She belongs to the streets. (laughs) If you hear that little that little snap sound going off a lot often. For the streets, bro. She is for the streets. Oh, like, yeah. why are you why are you talking to somebody through Snapchat? That's that's right. a good one, bro. If she get more snap notifications than regular text messages, she is for the streets. For the streets, and I'm, I'm gonna try to get that future uh sound bite to put in behind every time we say for the streets. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of work, but <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> uh, if Kinda. they still go out, if they still go out, if, if like if they need to go out. Every weekend, mm. she belonged to the streets. Cause I'm like, bitch, what you need to be seen for every weekend? Every weekend. Oh, if she don't take pictures of you and put you on IG, and I oh, know that's the food. 
Just the food, not you. Yeah, just the food. She she belonged to the streets. That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. (laughs) If if she don't have anything that's crazy private in her life, but all her socials is private, like Mm. you gotta you gotta have that special little access to see her timeline. She for the streets. She is for the streets. For the streets. If she got a fence, is she for the streets? Oh, no, I think yeah. that means she crazy. <laughs> but that, they, they only use that to check up on niggas. So she, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she want to be for the streets. Or, or she posted Facts. like lewds. <laughs> like that's where the lewds get posted on the fences, where you see like bikini posts all all through the thing for, <laughs> for the for the niggas that follow the fence. For the streets, yeah. I'm that's trying to think of some more. Sure. Hmm. Let's see. Drake's bar was a good one. She for the streets when when he talked on that young blue song where the nigga was like. When you walking through the club and she don't introduce you to no niggas, yeah, to all the niggas that's coming up to her and they just whispering, hugging on her, she for Bruh, the streets. You know what's crazy? When I when I heard that verse and I heard him say that, I immediately thought of when I was I was messing with this chick. <laughs> Happened yeah, to you? Brought, I brought flat, hot flashes back to my nigga. Bro. <laughs> see, see, luckily though, I'm one of them niggas. I can identify the signs and get out before it's too late. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That's what I'm talking about. I took a, I took a, we went on like a couple of dates. Like I had just met her, like maybe, maybe knew her for like a month or so. And we had went like eat out twice and shit. And I just got to know her. And then she was like, let's, let's go out this weekend. Let's go to the club. So we go to, we go to Dre's and that's like one of the big, like rap the Vegas club. Yeah. Like, so like we go in Dre's, I forget who was there. I think it might've been like Ross or somebody. We see Ross. After we leave, she like, yo, let's go to the after hours. I know the nigga that worked the door or whatever. For the streets. She know the door, niggas. She for the streets. I was like, when she said she know the door, nigga, like, you you got to be one of them. Where you know the staff that work at the club, like, you you one of them. You go out every night, bro. So we we get there, bro, and she fucking, soon as she walked up, the nigga recognized her, gave her a hug. So I was like, ah, she one of them. We get in there. I'm thinking we just about to, like it was at the club. Like it was just a regular little outing. You know what I'm saying? We went to the club, saw Ross, and we dipped. But she knew the nigga that was DJing. So we get there, and we not just in the little general. Y'all in the booth, yeah. She tried to bring us to the booth. <laughs> and when I got in there, bro, it's a small little area. It's like the right. DJ booth. And it was a bunch of niggas, and maybe like two or three women. They let us in. But all the niggas eyeballing me like, who the yeah. fuck is, is this? Yeah. I didn't know. So I, bro, I hit a with not, not granted, it's after look, look, I DJ, I turn around like. Yeah, bro. And like, I could pick up the vibe. I ain't stupid. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, only one or two things going to happen. And I don't want to be part of neither one of them. Number one, these niggas going to take weird to a nigga they don't know being in their little spot. Because you know how right. niggas is. It's Vegas. Right. It's the DJ booth. They got bottles. They trying to stunt. And some nigga they don't know is in that moment. up. Either it's going to be some smoke in the city or two, <laughs> these niggas about to take my bitch. And either way, <laughs> I ain't trying to be, I ain't trying to be nowhere around when that shit happens. So I made the decision. I'm like, I don't even know her good enough to be tripping. I'm out. Can't get mad. So I went up to her. I was like, you know what, man? This is after I was shit. It's already like four in the morning. I'm a little tired. I drank too much. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I fucking dip. I left in the club with them niggas, bro. And never that's how you get her. hurt. 
That's how you get hurt. Like niggas gotta realize them. See, Doom, that was that was smart by you. Cause that's that was how a niggas great get move. hurt. That was a great move. Cause like, bro, all it takes is because see, I didn't been a nigga that was in the club too long. Where it's like your girl got all these du- well, the girl you're talking to, because it's not your girl, she got all these dudes around her, and you're like, yo, and you just standing there looking, and the dudes don't want to speak to you, they just side-eyeing you. And it's like, what, well, you're not gonna introduce me? But then you just sitting there, and then when they get drinks and bottles, it's like, oh, do I partake? And then if you do, it's like, look at this mooch ass nigga. And all you do yeah. is end up getting hurt when she's like, All right, well, I gotta go. And then when you see on Snap the next morning, she in some nigga house, and it's like, oh no, it was that nigga from the club. Super yeah. sad, super sad. That that's a good sign. She is definitely for the streets, though. She know the that's door man and everybody else working. Yeah, I'm about to say that club. is that's what I'm saying. Like if she know the door niggas, bro, she is for the like, fucking. Knew the streets. whole staff. Like like picture all the bartenders. I, I know. I like, know hey girl, how you yeah, been? No, like, bro, I know. Oh, I know them. Fuck out of here with that. Like, shit, every bro. bartender, like hey, hey JT, hey Austin, hey Sean, yeah, like, yeah, like and and you got to think, bro. This is this a Vegas club, so the spot is packed. Yeah, that's huge. She walked up. And them niggas recognize her through the crowd. Like that's different than a Lafayette oh, what's club. Up? Hey, how's right. how's it going? Type shit. Like they was tight. Yeah. So I was immediately like, all right, something. I'm out of here. And you got a picture. This is the club where real niggas got residencies. We talking like yeah, like Tom, Drake. Big yeah, right. had a residency. Ross had a residency. Lil John had a residency. Like this ain't no little right rinky dink ass club. So is she in there. She was doing something, <laughs> you know. What I mean? <laughs> no, for she sure, was doing something. that's a fact. She belonged to the streets. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch the sign early, fellas. If she belongs to the streets, then just let it go. Don't you gotta don't pull get out early. like my dog Doom. You gotta pull out. You gotta that's, know when to. Yo, you gotta know when to hold them, you and you gotta know when to fold them. Yeah, you gotta take fuck. your L. You got to. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, bro. She was bad as fuck. <laughs> like, I could see it. <laughs> she had to be to get into all them fucking places, like. And 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 I just know from when my girl and them went to uh, her sister's bachelorette party and they like, and my girl told me, she was like, oh yeah, we got the single one to like wear the skimpy dress and then like talk to the doorman and they get into the fucking thing. And I'm just like, I already know what time it is. That's why I didn't want to know what was going on. Like, I trust you. Don't tell me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. Cause like, I, I know. Details. All you got to do is be like, women get away with so much. Like granted, it sucks for them in the world, but like, they got a tool, man, that can get them pretty much anywhere. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> like, get I'm you in you, any man. room, any location. I don't have no tool that can get me in any room. That's a location. fact, bro. Not one. That's a fact. <laughs> I can maybe talk my way into it, maybe. <laughs> but, like, that's about but, it. But niggas, the only way is if you got enough money. That's the only way yep. for niggas. Yeah, that's a fact. You gotta buy your way. They got a whole. Like, and the thing is, you don't even have to. You don't even have to give them the pussy. You just gotta allude to it. Exactly. <laughs> and it dip out after. <laughs> Those are the ones that really know how to use the tool, nigga. That's the ones that. That was dangerous. Bro. Yeah. That's how you get them, baby. That's the, that's the worst I time, tell bro. You know. Yes, sir. Get your coins, honey. But get your a, lot of, a lot of women don't, bro. A lot of women they don't realize that in order to be that female, you gotta look. Uh, you gotta be a certain level of a no. That's a fact. Oh, that's a fact. You can't be, you can't be one of them delusional ones. That's like you know, you just bad. Yeah. average. You know what I'm saying? And you because then to, you'd have to give it up to play me out of all my money. Because it's like, nah, that's not his work. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know fact. what I'm saying? I could find another you. <laughs> the average ones got to give it up. That's the ones who who got it who got it rough. The average ones got to give it up. But you see the the others? Oh, y'all don't have to give it up. Y'all just gotta y'all just gotta look good, good enough to where it's like. 
you get these niggas coins because like I know niggas that'll do that. Like it's just like oh, that's a fact. Wasting money. What's like, crazy is is the girl that I was telling y'all about. She might have been bad enough to be able to get me like that if she uh, wouldn't have put me in that situation at the club. She was she was fine, bro. She was gonna like, get she, your coins, nigga. <laughs> she got mad though because she she used to bartend. Like at the time when I met her, she wasn't bartending. That's another she for the streets occupation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Bartenders, <laughs> strippers. She was me about how she she like bartending and shit. And I threw a little party at the crib, and she was like, "I'm gonna bring some of my shit so I can make some mixed drinks." And I was like, "All right, cool." She got fucked up and left all her shit, and then. She was supposed to come back after the club that night. But when she pulled that shit, I just came home by myself and I had all her shit. It was like a lot of money. She had all her little mixer tools and shit. She didn't come she was get it. Me up for like weeks after that. Like, hey, nigga, what's good? I'm trying to come get my shit. I'm like, fuck all that. Where's the <laughs> niggas to buy you some more shit? <laughs> this nigga's stupid. This nigga is the ghost. <laughs> oh, savage, oh, dude. Savage. Oh, that That's shit. the best part. I had some fire shit. I had That's a whole other topic. Shit. Like, when you get in invested in a woman uh, that's to, fucking to, hilarious, to, to many different degrees. If something get left at your house, it's yours, huh? Because that's how I, I played my whole that's life. A fact. That's like, a fact, bro. Like, don't, like, don't leave I don't, it if you want. I don't play that, oh, let me come bring it to you. Nah, bitch, it's I, I don't. I don't ask for my shirts back, even though I should. Because, <laughs> like, I got a lot of shirts gone yeah. and sweats. But y'all keep that shit, so why can't I keep everything that's at my house? Bro, I've lost so many hoodies that I want back to this day. <laughs> like, can't get them back. Man, Bro, I, I think know, a bitch got why. my Letterman, and I think she threw that shit away. And I'm salty oh, about that shit. Damn. Bitch had my whole Letterman. That's damn. Crazy. Like, I wanted that. That bitch was nice. I had all my little patches, my all states, and everything. Now that one hurt. That that hurt. Yeah. That's that. Got it. And then I think she threw it away. Like, oh, That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> Some That's bullshit. Fucked. Nonsense. But I was dumb to for giving her that. Super dumb. Yeah. Super dumb. But like. <laughs> Bitches, bro. Uh, I think that's all we got this week. Next week, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a tease it. This is a tease for next week. I think we're going to draft our perfect label. Like the perfect label. You get two rappers, two R&B acts. Oh, you get three rappers, three R&B acts, and then two others. It could be a country star. It could be an EDM star. It could be pop, rock, whatever y'all want. But I think we're going to draft. We're going to bring the draft segment here. We're going to draft the perfect record label. But the thing is, if Brooklyn gets first pick and takes Drake, Drake is off the table. Gone. Can't get him. No one can get him. Ridiculous. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And if we don't know who's going to draft him. If I don't get the first pick, I don't get him. Y'all be idiots not to take him first. We we know we like, like a lock at number one. Unless, unless, though. but Brooklyn could take Beyonce. You can take Beyonce one. I just be an asshole. I just wanted to hear what she was going to say. Beyonce <laughs> you know, definitely Whoever gets number one, I'm taking, yeah, it's one or two. It's going Drake and Beyonce. Oh, and, it's, and it got to be alive. That's another thing. We're not, we're not playing the dead game. Facts, like, facts, that's, facts. Or the retired game. Like, like, I'm, like you're not about to come draft Gladys Knight. <laughs> like she's oh, I was like, what? I was like, who is, I'm not even we, thinking about that. We yeah, need she ain't bringing me no money. We need act like you're not about to come draft yeah. Cool Modi or, or Run DMC. Like, yeah, I need that. Jay Z to shake their ass and give me some money. Jay Z generation no is the oldest you could go, but I'm I kind of want young stuff. But we gonna but we, either that they still gotta be active. Let's go mm-hmm. active. Yeah, if they're not active, we don't want it. So yeah, we are gonna do that, <laughs> and that's gonna be the perfect way to get us into our new time. Remember, this is the last week we will be on Thursdays before we exactly. get to our interview this week. This is the last week we're dropping on Thursdays. So next Thursday, do not expect an episode. Y'all won't get an episode next week until the following Monday. So next week, there's no Bros Who Think podcast. 
next week. It'll be coming in on the following Monday on November. Uh, I think it's November 2nd. Yeah. So uh, no episode on the 29th, but on the 2nd, you will get an episode. And from that point on, we will be on Mondays. So we're looking forward to going on Mondays. Y'all tell, y'all tell the people where they can find y'all at, my brother. Just Brooklyn, start us off. You can find me at all social medias that we're Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. Doom, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Hello, Doom SJE, man. Y'all holla at me. Y'all go, y'all go follow Doom. Y'all make sure y'all go follow SoundCloud, too. I was playing it. I was playing on the That's stream. My boy, yeah, my boy, fire, dog. The, the, stream got, the stream got popping. We had, like, 15 niggas up in there at one point. Yeah, and, like, niggas was, was fucking with the Doom music, man. That's what's up. That's we, what's was, up. we was jamming last night. But y'all go follow Doom, man. Y'all go follow Brooklyn. But with that being said, let's get into this week's interview with Trey Lewis. He just dropped his new album. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into that right now. Yeah, whispers in us. Yeah, yeah. I heard some whispers in the wind, I went and starting to blow them, I feel the tension, could have had the world in both your hands, you was busy holding resentment, I played the back to sketch me a map for my road to riches, mark the spot, trace it back, now I'm ready to go the distance, watch my team fall from the bench like I had broken wrists, yeah, in my head the whole time, like when I shake back, I'ma show a bitch, can't fuck with goofy niggas and bitches, protect my two heads, yeah, focus more than ever, the hustle, fuck around and grew legs, Story far from over, it's obvious you ain't proofread. Yeah, tell me where was you when I was taking risk in you age. Yeah, 16 on the table, laser like how you gon' move that? Said I ain't sleeping till all these O's turn into goose eggs. Only took me 13 days, seven Adderalls and like two naps. Ain't had no clientele, I still ran it up and ran through that. If I could do it with some petty ass weed, how I'ma do rap? The mask off, fucking jiggy, let's tell a few facts, look. Yeah, keep it low to the ground and we came up, yeah. The funny way that life go expose what you made of, yeah. Put that on my mama, no dollar could change us, yeah. Got a list of vices I finally gave up, yeah. While out on occasion, ain't honestly changed much, yeah. No, I can't afford them, been looking at range trucks, yeah. But I count my blessings, I'm feeling amazing, yeah. We done seen a lot, it ain't much that amazes us. All home runs, they say I never missed a target. But that's just how I am, I was gonna do that shit regardless I never take it personal, but I'll take it the farthest I got stabbed in my back when I was being big hearted Yeah, seen a couple slangs, but act like I never caught it Hard to trust them like spaghetti from a bitch that's in New Orleans Met this one chick from New Orleans that told me I was anointed And that my time was coming, just gotta make the appointment Every time I hit the booth, it get easier Sunday morning The way I've been cutting up, I could use a little Neosporin yeah, but I'm still out here hustling music like the Carter too. And anybody could get it, ain't got no picks and choose. I learned the toughest decision, probably the one to choose. But you still wanna eat if you knew you had to turn your dog to food. Yeah, gotta change your perspective to see the bigger views. Yeah, get knowledge and riches, the only ritual. And we, yeah, keep it low to the ground and we came up. Yeah, from a different cloth, you don't know what we made of. Yeah. More money, more problems, no dollar could change us. Sprinting to the finish when niggas had gave up. Treat them like the seasons, I see that they change much. I'ma keep it street with more drive than a range truck. Took a couple L's, but I'm feeling amazing. We've been through a lot, it ain't much that amaze us. Look, the medicine I've been given and taste of. I just like to listen, I really don't say much. But I just blame that shit on the way that we raised up. Cause me and all my cuz cut like raisins. Nah, 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 look. 
The medicine I've been given a taste of, yeah. Loudest in the room, but I really don't say much, yeah. Though it's kinda low, it got hot, then it raised up, yeah. Thought I needed you, now you cut like razors, facts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you have just heard the new Trey Lewis song off of his new album, Back Out the House, the intro song, Back Out the House. We are glad to have him back. He just dropped his new album. How you doing, Trey? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for having me, bro. You already know. I I told you when the album was coming, we had to get you back. We're going to do a little deep dive on it. But, yo, you killed this shit. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. And I think it's a good closer, or I don't know if you're closing it, but I think it's a good third trilogy to the Back to the House series. Yeah. Oh, you still got me? Yeah, I still got you. Yeah, I bet, bet, bet. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Ain't no thing. I Like I said, I think this, I think the way you encapsulate this series with this one is good, but I got to start off by saying congratulations, man. How important was it to you to graduate college? Was that like something you you wanted oh, yeah. or was that for your peoples? Nah, it was really like, um, for me, I actually started it late, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at first, like, when I first graduated high school, I was just, like, working two jobs and shit, like, you know what I mean? Just working or whatever, you know? And uh, I was like, I wouldn't go go until I knew what I, like, to do. it, it got to be something that I could apply to my, like, entrepreneurial path, you know what I mean? And, like, with that, and, like, you know, putting the paperwork in it, like, you could find even a career in that path, you know, if that was your option, you know, to do that. But, like, for me, it was just, like, gaining more knowledge really on like the other side, you know what I mean? Cause my own, my degree was, I majored in PR with a minor in sociology. So, okay, lit. Yeah. So you are marketing PR, you already know how to how to yeah, approach your, yeah. your demographics and whatnot. Yeah, facts, facts. And I fuck with it, I fuck with it. I gained like a lot of information, met a lot of dope people, creative people, a lot of people that um that's doing their stuff now, you know what I'm saying? And um like that. And I, it's dope cause like, I think even going to like the HBCU and shit, like I can still tap in with my professors. It's yeah, like I got ideas on something, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So it's dope. So do you think college is good for like every, like, I'm not gonna say everybody, but do you think college no. is good for people? No, because honestly, like I went to college, but it's like, you know, it's four years ago. And you know, growth is not like a linear path. So it's That's like I was looking at stuff differently. So by the time I, uh, I reached a point to where I really felt like, you know, I feel like if you're that dedicated and like, you know what you want to do. Like, you can gain that information, like, really set that time aside to yourself and gain that information. You don't have to pay, like, that money to gain that information. I don't think college should really cost as much, even the way they're doing it now with people doing everything remotely type shit and you paying on-campus tuition. It's, like, that shit crazy to me. You know what I'm Just saying? Just take online, like, like, yeah, to be at your house. No, that's a fact. I'm doing yeah, that shit right like, now. to be at your house. And it's, like, but I feel like if you know... You know, and it's not even saying, like, if you don't know what you want to do, because sometimes, like I say, for me, it was more so going to gain other information because it wasn't like I was doing like music and me and my partner Rex, it's like we was doing our shit as kids. You know what I mean? It was like we was learning a lot through trial and error. You know what I mean? And you got to keep doing it. It's not like saying stop doing what you're doing, you know, but nothing wrong. I feel like nothing's wrong with going to add another tool to your belt. You know yeah, what I mean? If you, and you're another, if you see a need notch. for it. You know what I mean? And it's different stuff you can learn, you know? And then a, a dope thing about it too for me, even outside of like the stuff you learn, being in like, one building with like-minded people, you know what I mean? Or people who got similar visions, you know what I mean? To yours, because it might even be like, like I said, I'm in there for music, trying to learn, well, I, I do music, but I'm in there learning, you know, about marketing this and that. But it's people who might end up being a publicist, you know what I mean? Like, you never know, you know what I mean? Or stuff like that. 
Honestly, that's the thing I think is the like yeah. the the benefit of college. If I'm being yeah. honest, like it's not the taking classes. Like, yeah, that's just cool. But the benefit of, of people, it's networking. It's yeah, it's people. networking, networking dope. And it's because it's a lot of people. And like, salute to all of them. I can't name everybody. There's a lot of people from my department that's doing their own. That's doing like dope shit right now. Got platforms, companies, and you know what I mean. Media personalities and doing all kind of different stuff. Like, aggressing in their their careers and shit. Like in that field, you know what I mean. So it's dope, you know what I mean. Yeah. All, like I fuck with it, you know what I'm saying. One hundred percent. Well, I had to tell you congratulations because that was different than the last time we spoke. But let's start yeah, off the yeah. album first. The intro, man, you yeah. came hard. You came hard on that bitch. I just had to write down a couple bars. The way I'm cutting up. Uh, I need some neosporin. Yeah, Would you still want to eat if you got to turn your dog into food? You got to talk to me about that one. Yeah, facts. It's a uh, what is it? The um. Yeah, the cutting up bar. It was just on some, you know, like that was some spin shit. But that's how it was. But the coming. friend like one, the intro, like the intro, the intro to me, like that was the energy I wanted to come with for the intro. Because if you listen to the tape, you know what I mean. I feel like it's a lot of, as far as like a beat selection, you know, it was like a lot more fuller beats or whatever. Just on average, I might have one or two, you know what I mean, kind of mellowed out ones on there. But like as far as the beat selection, it was like coming with the energy and like. When I was coming out the intro, it was just like like had the energy. It was like I had been I ain't been in the yo in a minute. When I went to record it, I recorded that one with uh with Torn at Saki. And um it was just one of them sessions. It was just like, you know, yeah, I was just going. kinda I was just ready to eat on that. But even like like I fuck with it, because it was I set out, you know, that was I was like, I'm gonna bar this bitch up, you know. Back. Show niggas but, I still can rap. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, we could talk about the vibes and the vibes, you know what I mean? Because that shit easy, but, like, you know, I just want to hop in my bag on that one. But, and like you say about you the bars. Good... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, but shit, like, the bars is, like, I think, because I'm trying to skip, because that's the end of the second verse. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's the end of the second verse. I thought you were going to from the top. But, like, at the end of the second, it was kind of like, uh, um... We're back out the house the entire song. You know, if you, it's like a shift in perspective. Because even in the first one, I'm like reflecting on like, you know, older times. It's kind of like, and shit like that. Like those, it's like that getting back to yourself. Even like how I changed the hook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like kind of altered it and shit like that. So it's like the second one is kind of like more so what you learn after them transitions. And it's like the shit like that. Like even after that, you know what I mean? I'm still cutting up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the first one is like laying down like, the parables and the second one is what you learn from them things. Yeah, and it's like stuff you, like questions you got to ask yourself and like stuff you got to remind yourself and like decisions you got to make. Hell you know yeah. I mean? no, like I fuck shit with that. like that. So. Who produced that track? That one was Kenneth English. It was a dude, Um, met him through online yeah. and shit like that. I always, you know what I mean? Be hitting up producers, messaging them. Shit like that, but I got a couple of other tracks with him in a tuck too. That's, that, he, that's he real dope. Yeah, he got he it. He got some. He got some dope vibes. I forget where he's from. Like he's not even from it, but you know, it's dope. That's a dope thing too about not like making music with the internet. You can really link up with people if you. They be you know, in Spain. You just reach out. Like yeah. a lot of shit really just be as easy as reaching out. You know what I'm saying? So. That's a fact. This one was it conscious because. You talk about like the beat. It came hard as fuck. It's very instrumentation, very sample. This this project, I feel you got your songs where it's like, all right, I'm gonna get into my my my. I don't I don't want to say trap because it's not really trap, but the song with yeah. with Tommy Rouge is like your hype track. Then you, yeah. but for most yeah. of it, it's a lot of just classic hip hop. Was that on yeah. Was that on purpose? Not a lot of trap beats. Yeah, like that was like the feeling for me. I wanted to like, like I said, I wanted to just when it came to the beat selection. And like the sequencing of it, I want to have you know full 
I wanted to sound full, you know what I mean? I wanted to be like, like full. It's like, and I was go meet that happy medium, you know, like with the, uh, with the voice and like, you know, like the actual lyrics and shit like that. But I was, I was just being conscious of making it more full, you know? And even like the mellow, like the, the mellow, like the memo and um, 5212, uh, I feel like those probably the two like most mellowed out ones, you know what I mean? But, you know, like sprinkle the two of those in there, but it was dope. And even with that, 5212. Oh, yeah, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, like I say, that was one of the ones I like because my partner, uh, Rakim Sarah, he produced that. And like, even like the way he produced it, like it's, it's laid back, but it's actually full. You know what I mean? Even like it's different sounds. It's, and like in the way we lay out our voices, it's dope. Like the idea we had to do like the verses bouncing back. And, and don't forth, even get to that because I'm, I'm, I, mean? I'm, I got that. I got to ask you. I got to ask you about that. Hell yeah. But I fuck with the intro. Like I tell you, like the intro. And the intro probably one of my favorites, you know what I'm was, saying? Right. Was that like an important thing for you to make it like, all right, because with people like Meek or like when Drake did Tuscan Leather, there's these certain albums where you know this intro is like, it's set in the tempo. Was that something that was conscious that you was like, okay, I got to make sure yeah. from track like, one they know what time it is? Yeah, like I feel like the intro, um, it set the tone for like that, like the feeling I was going for throughout the tape, you know what I mean? Whether it be the actual content or even like just the vibe and the energy, like the creative plane we on throughout this whole project, you know? And then, yeah. um, and that was, that was like the intro set that, you know, and it just felt like, for me, it's one of my favorite intros. It just feel like, you know, like an exhale type shit, you know what I mean? Just like a, like a birth for me. On Hell shit, so yeah. I fuck with it. And it's that, look, that, that's top five intros I didn't heard this year. Like I can say that off rip. Like I, I can say that off rip because like that shit was tough. Super super tough. You a mellow fan? Because I caught two bars between the intro. It got and the two the, bars in the mellow. Because look, and it wasn't the same bar. The, the the three to the head. Nah, I flipped it. I flipped <laughs> okay, it. I okay. The, um, wait, wait. While I was still smoking, Lala. Uh, yeah, it's the three to the head. Then I flipped it with the Lala. But then on the song with Dave, it was like the um. The trailblazer, hellraiser, hellraiser. But really, some of the songs, because like some of them, like if you've been around, like people around me, they probably heard a lot of them before. It was like a half hard drive dump, half okay. new song. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was like, like someone's in the tuck. Really? Yeah, I'm going to keep it 100. We really got stumped on some sample shit. Mm. And I had to put 5212 on there. I already had the, um a little more track that was gonna be like you know what i mean just like feel that vibe out but like it was another track i wanted to put on it was called three much but i'm gonna figure that out and like get around it but like that's why i put that on there. i didn't even think you know what i mean one of them you know they was on the tuck i was like shit, i'm gonna use this i'm gonna flip this bar i'm not gonna say it the same way but yeah <laughs> I, you I, feel, I, it. I caught it that was like when i heard it i was yeah. like oh, okay i see what but you're a mellow is. fan no, I'm not me. I mean, like, oh, okay. I respect his game. I respect his game. Yeah, like, right. yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good. That's why I asked. I was like, "Fuck, I'm not the biggest mellow fan." That's funny. Oh shit. So okay, so you're back and forth on 5212. That was you weren't with Jaren Dwayne. You was with uh, Dave oh, let me pull, you was with Dave. Talk yeah. about like your choice on that because I thought. Man, I thought that was very creative. I thought that's something yeah. we don't see all the time. And then you get you and him going back and forth. Then you get Dwayne and Jaira going back and forth and, that, and bridge through y'all's uh, chorus, which I thought was yeah. dope as fuck. Yeah, I appreciate that. But we um sometimes, like, see, that was one of them because I was saving that for, like, later. But, like, sometimes, you know, sometimes I make music by myself. And, like, sometimes I like to create. But it's like I call, you know what I mean, a few people, like, we'll pull up. And we call it 12. We did that, um... 
We actually recorded that one at the crib you interviewed me at last time. Okay. Yeah, and that was uh we had did that, but it was like sometimes we'll do a death we'll, and we'll have like socket. I got some shit, like some dope shit. I know it's not on net, but like some real dope shit with like Mary, two, Jaira, one, uh Jalen Black. Cypher like, it's, shit. Yeah. Nah, it's it's dope, but it's like it's just like rearranged. You know what I mean? The way it's arranged, it's like mm-hmm. it's real dope. You know, but that was like kind of like one of those like just jam session cuts, you know, where we just get together and cook, you know, like that. And me and Dave make music together all the time, and Jar and Dwayne cook together all the time. So it was just like, you know, and Ice was there. He made, he had the beat. This, like, this rock, track rock make him. me want a Dave and uh, Trey beat project, man. Like hey, the way you, you know, and we, Dave go back and forth, that was fire. Yeah. We got it was crazy. Me and Dave got enough music to put out <laughs> the Look, tape, low key, but it's like just you know all in timing. all drives type yeah. shit. Yeah, for sure. But, but I'm glad we got this one because this one is yeah. like like I said when you said this one slow, it's like it's slow, but like yeah, it's slow, but we was eating. That's yeah. why I fuck with it because like niggas was eating. That's really why I want to hold on to that bitch. I was like I didn't want to put this on the fake hard drive. Don't take, but you know what I'm saying. But like. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. How talk yeah. about that difficulty about choosing when when to push the button on something? Uh, for me, honestly, um, I had to get some straight, stuff straight with like some publishing stuff. But I'm just in a space now with it to where it's like I'm just on go. You know what I mean? So it's like like I could tell you now. I was gonna tell you if it was over. I could probably I'm gonna drop another one probably in the next couple of weeks. You know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, just to like keep putting it out. And I got some dope shit. I got um Imani Vache on there. I don't know if you checked out some of her shit, but she dope. I seen some of her stuff. Yeah. She dope. And um, like I said, I'm just going to stay on go, bro. And like, because I, I really do appreciate, I know it sounds like cliche and coin, but I really fuck with people who fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with them. So it's like, out of my appreciation for that, I'm just not going to take my eating. foot off the gas. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I had to take, go through like a little phase. I had to take a lot of my shit down, you know, and put it back up just to like get the publishing stuff cleared and all that get type of stuff. Get the business right. Yeah, but it's like, once that got back up, I was like making music throughout this whole time and not being able to put that shit out. So it's like, nah, it's just like, let's just go. Let's flood the streets. Fuck it. Yeah. Man, okay. AM to PM. You and Tommy, man. That shit was hard. Yeah. I, I love that connect because it's real. It's like yeah. when you hear you and Dwayne, you and Jaira, like that shit, like you feel it's it's not like, oh, it's I met this guy yeah. on the yeah. street, like we we cool. No, you grew up with that's that's your family. So when you and Tommy link, it just feels yeah. natural. Like, like it's like, oh, I'm you giving the audience a peek into like y'all's relationship, like outside of this music shit. Yeah, it's just like even with that one, it was like I like I'm had to have Jaira and, and Tommy on there for show for show. But like with Tommy, every time like we make music, it's just dope because he be rapping his ass off, and I even give it to him. I say it on here. He ate me on that bitch. See, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. Okay, I didn't he know. Ate, he, he ate me on that bitch. To me, to me, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? He like spit his ass that, off. He rapped his ass because me. I really was like, on the way to. I like. I, I had the hook already, and we had the um the beat or whatever. I ain't have a verse. And I was like, this is. I'm gonna send this to today, between today and yesterday. You know what I'm saying? No, but like he been had the beat. Okay. Like he had, had the yeah, he had the beat. Like we was cooking on that because I already had the hook. You know what I'm saying? But we was on the way to the yo, and I was trying to like change the verse and like figure out the verses. Like, like, like that's how I'm gonna run with it. It was dope. I fuck with my verse, but like if I'm gonna be objective and like mm-hmm. me just as a rap, a rap. But see, fan, I'm glad you like, did that though, because they got some people who will hear hear that verse and then be like, mm, I'm gonna go back in and redo some shit. I mean, for me, it depends on, like, it's all contextual and, like, what you're going for, you know what I mean? Because I'm not going to lie, it's some songs, like, where it's, like, 
we building it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, even the beat might be rough. Like, you know what I mean? The concept might be rough and it's like, I'll rework the same song a couple times and it's like, we'll beef it up and even everybody have opportunities to come in, like rearrange stuff. We might move stuff around, turn a verse into a bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some shit like that. But like, even with that one, it was like, cause I fuck with my verse. You know what I mean? I don't feel like it was an ass verse, but I know what you're saying. Fuck Some no. people are like, oh, I don't want to be like, oh, I think he got me on. But it's like, to me, I look at music like, and I know everybody artists, they sensitive about their shit. I look at it like hooping, bro. Like, you know, and that's how I look at that rap shit. It's like hooping, what up? I got it. Oh, hold on, I got you. Yeah. But that's how I look at that rap shit. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? People, yeah. different skill sets, different shit, different times. You know what I mean? As long different as y'all win the game, so, that's all that matters. Yeah. And then, like, with him, that's that's family. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and even with anybody, really, it's like, I don't be tripping on, on that type of shit. Because I feel like if you, if you, if you go rap, bro, like you rap good, you know what I mean? On the yeah. song, like if it ain't no, if it ain't no shit to where everybody or like even like the person the song for some shit, like that just ain't it. It's just a unanimous decision that that shit was just trash. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like niggas could rap good. I don't, cause I don't sit down and make music with nobody who I feel like can't. You know what I mean? That yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. That I feel like I don't fuck with that shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like I wouldn't like. So I wouldn't even like make I said, it like it's hooping shit. Like it's like hooping shit. Whether we on both sides, like whether we on the same team, or opposite sides of the court. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be out there with the best, with the best talent competition. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it's shit like that. You know what I mean? So and it's and even with that, I like everybody got their own perspectives on it. But I feel like um when it come down to the music shit it's different bags, you know what I mean? And it's different stuff. It's like everybody dope in their own lane. You know That's what I mean? And shit like that. So if you get on there and you do the best you on that bitch, I'm, you know what I mean? We good. So I feel like Tommy, he ran that bitch. He ate me on that bitch. And look. That's me. That's like me being I, objective. On like that I bitch. said, y'all y'all killed that. I'm not going to choose yeah, one. Facts. Y'all both, look, your yeah, verse was facts. tough as fuck too. But nah, I fuck, that I nigga Tommy ate. I fuck my verse. <laughs> and I feel like they make it a doper song. They make it a dope song. With both. You know what I mean? Like, and that's Hell why I don't understand yeah. too when people be oh, having like complex about ah oh, nah this person. And I'm like, well, what why you wanna get do a song and have like any sub part, anything on yeah. that bitch? Like, you know, like, it should all uh, be about five being five. It's yeah. not about the egos, it's about making the best song. You know what I'm saying? So And that's something yeah. as men we have a hard time with putting aside that ego. Yeah, thanks. But thanks, we do. When it comes to the art, I feel like artists, you know, it's certain. Like, I mean, it might just be like an artist thing, but like, it's kind of like you could tell a vibe, you know what I mean? And it's like when you could put down the ego for the betterment of the actual content of the actual song type shit, it always end up being the best shit. Cause it's gonna be good for both people. You know what I mean? Like everybody involved, like the engineer, cause he just got a dope ass song, the producer, you know what I mean? Everybody on it, so it's dope. Cause we all got a W from that. Hell yeah. yeah. So on Hop Out and the intro, you talk about not getting your time, your kindness taken for granted. On both songs, I I hear the th- the themes coming through on multiple yeah. songs. Somebody somebody hurt you, man. Like what's up? What? Like I feel like even with that, for me sometimes it'd be really like it's like not even me, but just okay. like in general, it's like a a lesson. But I feel like just being honest and transparent, we all then been through shit because I feel like you got to go through shit to learn from it. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And shit like that. So it's like, I feel like that's those be lessons learned through various experiences. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you speak on them bitches, whether it be like, even if it might not have affected you as much as it did the last time, it's a note to self to like yeah. remind yourself of like, you know, how you maneuvering type shit. Can't let that you shit know? happen again. 
Yeah, thanks. Hell know? yeah. And that's something that people got to learn because, like, there are people, there are soul suckers out there that will try to take your kindness for granted. <laughs> that's a fact. Okay, right. so, so then we get to memo. You talk about the energy you get. I thought this was, like, this was something that made me think for a little bit. You talk about the energy that you get that, uh, you talk about not getting your kindness taken. Oh, no, no, wait, reading the wrong thing. You talk about the energy you get from your friends and that makes it even uh, not worth worrying about what random niggas on the street got to think because if yeah, I'm getting this bad like, energy from my friends, like why the fuck I got to worry about saying. y'all? Because that's the thing. It's like, for me, I'm just the type of person. I don't give a fuck about the opinion of people. I don't give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about opinions, period. But if I'm going to care about one, you know what I mean? I'm going to care about it from a loved one before I yeah. give a fuck about what a random, you know what I mean? Like an assumption, you know what I'm saying? Like it's shit like that. So it's like, I don't know. And I was like, I, feel, I fuck with the memo because it was like, that was one of the ones it was like, you know, with that nigga, um, what the fuck that nigga Jay said, uh, make the song cry type shit. That was one of them. <laughs> yeah, like straight, that's how I felt like. On soulful that samples <laughs> and good raps, man. That's like, that's why I fuck with the memo uh, back out the house in Great Depression so much is just that's what that was like you was you was spitting you like your your heart out giving lessons and everything like that was that was a perfect combination of just lyrics music and just what you were speak speaking about but you get you and I I, I skip teed up by with seven uh seventy street Carlos that's a vibe now that's straight yeah, banger <laughs> I did that really I was gonna name that bitch um I was gonna name it Club Renaissance but that's what I'm gonna name the next project okay uh whatever I'm gonna name it Club Renaissance but like. Yeah, sent it back. And it was just really like Trey Lewis, that was the name of the file. His people sent it back, teed up. We rolled with it, like teed up. But I fuck with that because I really wanted to have like my, that's probably like my closest thing to a traditional BR track. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, and I feel like I've been want to hop in that bag or whatever. And it'd be dope because I, I work with like Doe and shit like that. And that's they, you know what I mean? His yeah. vibe and shit like that. So I hop in that bag because it's like, that's the shit I grew up listening to. You know what I'm saying? It's like that type of energy, you know what I mean? Because when you talk about BR rap in general, I feel like rap in general has got like so big to where it's like we got sub genres of rap. All over the place. You know what I mean? And like the energy that BR music give off, it's like it's the closest thing to mosh pit music, son. Like it's the closest shit to rap mosh pit music. It's shit that's just gonna make you turn up like, like fuck it. You know what I mean? Like it's Start a feeling, jigging, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, Turned up, sweating. I was going at ass. Somebody fighting. It's, it don't matter. It's just it's like the energy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it's dope. And I and I fuck with it. I really appreciate him because he came with that bitch on some. He came eating on that bitch. He did. You know what I mean? He had some bars on that bitch. I ain't even expect him to come like that on that bitch. I was. Fucking I gotta say, all your features worked so seamlessly. Like it was none yeah. of them felt forced, and they all felt like they the individual artists accomplished their personal goals, but it was like a great enhancement to yeah. the overall project that you created. Yeah. And that was a dope thing too, cause like I said, with me, it's home. Like when I do do features and shit, I would much rather have like jam sessions or like vibes. It was like me and Tommy, like me and him would just sit down and work on shit together. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. Or like, even like me and Jared could vibe like that, me and Dave, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I sit down and work on music with people who really enjoy the process over yeah. the, final, I mean, as much as they enjoy the final product. You know what it's I mean? It's about the so journey, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, and so it's like when you're making the music and that's dope, because like both people sitting out to like bouncing ideas off each other, you know what I mean? It's just it's just dope, and it, it make like, I, like I say, for better features. And even with the Carlos track, I couldn't sit down and make that with him, but I feel like I just hopped in my executive producer bag, you know what I mean? But I really tailored that bitch. I was like, it's just, 
you know, like just Damn, fit in I'm, on I'm that, just slide up. in on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it was dope. Hell yeah, no, teed up is fine. Now, this one I got a couple questions about. So the Great Depression, powerful, powerful trick, powerful. Yeah. You got to start I, off, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, like I said, that one in the intro, probably my, my two favorites, yeah. Super powerful. You got to start off and talk to me about what you mean about us going back to segregation. All right, bet, boom. I feel like us as a people, and like I say, I tell people this all the time, I'm not a philosopher, I'm not a, his, I'm, you know what I mean, I'm not a historian, I'm not like a politician. Not a preacher, you know what I mean? This is my genuine thoughts and this is my perspectives. And it's like, as far as pieing about problems, we can start taking the right step forward into creating solutions, whether they be short-term or long-term, you know what I'm saying? So even when you look at like the African-American, you know what I mean? We really don't, um, we never really had a, a home, you know what That's I'm fact. saying? It's like, we're not Africans. And even in America, we was treated as subpar citizens you know what i mean it's like we never had on um, this property yeah for real and we never really just even had a space to be like with just us for our people to work out our issues among us to create a certain level of appreciation and respect for your fellow person you know what i mean the understanding of certain you know it's like like shit like that like we never had that a lot of other cultures did have those those times and those things and shit like that and like when we did um have opportunities when we could do shit like that like it was for destroyed. example in Tulsa, like with Black Wall Street and things like that, you know what I mean? And you saw how that was working and that was in the 20s. So imagine if that would have been able to progress. progress yeah, you no, know, for sure. And and stuff like that. And it's not even about like, when I say segregation, yeah, in the rap, I can't say segregation just for the short term to make reach long-term goals. Nah, that ain't gonna sound right. But like, it's like for right now, I feel like we do need to have like time to ourselves to build with ourselves, to spend our money with ourselves, to like, learn each other even more, you know what I mean? Like, and move the right way to have a different level of appreciation, to hold ourselves to different standards in general, to change, um, like, our own, you know what I mean? Our perception of each other type That's shit. a fact. You that, know what that, I mean? That's a fact. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. So it's like, we need that. And I feel like we need that. And, before, and then we could go out into the world and then present ourselves. And then I feel like then we'll be able to know, like, like, we'll know how to how to go about controlling our influence on the world and on culture. We'll know how to like manage certain things. You know what I mean? We'll be able to fix certain black issues ourselves without having to like, you know what I mean? Ask for things from a system that was not set up for us, that was really set up against us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like versus, you know, no, one hundred percent, and that's yeah, why that's I asked because because I, I knew you meant more than just what you just with the bar. Yeah, just is. like yeah, yeah that, fact, that's fact, why I think fact. it was very important to get to get your thoughts on it because you even go more. I I think the second verse when you describe the way how BR is a jungle field and just yeah. you got the junkies around the like, bro. And like the first, the first verse was more so me talking to everybody. Yeah, the second verse was more so me talking to us. Like like you know what I mean. So. And that's what it was, because it was like, we got to hold ourselves more accountable. You know what I mean? And we got to really understand, too, but, like, it's two sides. Like, it's like, am I going to say it's, it's more than two sides? People say it's two sides. It's really more than two sides. Like, everything is contextual. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we got to be mindful of it. But at the end of the day, like, we do also have to be mindful of, like, certain tendencies and habits and, like, ideologies and ways of thinking that was passed down to us from being a product of our environment, you know what I mean? From like living with a survival instinct, you know what I mean? Like, and shit like that. So it's like, we gotta be mindful of these things. We gotta understand these stuff. So we gotta know what that's about. We gotta, you know, 
And I think you do a good job explaining some of that by looking at the past when you describe slavery. Yeah. Like I thought, I thought the way you go from the beginning where you're talking to everybody to zero in on BR and then to tie everything from the second to the first part through how slavery kind of molded us and what was done to us in that part. Just beautiful, man. Just beautiful. And that was actually a shout out to Leroy on Highland because I don't know if you're familiar. I don't know if you've ever been to the varsity. Yeah. Theater. Yeah, but uh, they got a dude here playing a black suit. His name Leroy. I didn't post him on my IG sometime. I freestyle with him, smoke some shit with him or whatever when he playing the guitar, throwing some bread and shit like that. But we always chop it up because I used mm-hmm. to stay um, around the corner in UA. So even like when I went to the store and shit, like he'll be out there, like I'll jolt him for a little minute. And like just one time I was recording our con- one of our conversations. And we always talk about like music, real shit, you know what I mean? And shit like that. But that was really him throughout the interlude. Or whatever, and I got some more shit. That was him talking on um thirty one eight um thirty one eighty two. Okay. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got like a couple different like tracks with him on there and shit, and that's dope. I just want to shout him out. He don't have no fucking social media, <laughs> no shit like that. But just like that's love, niggas know Leroy. They just don't know that's Leroy. You know what I'm saying? So how conscious was you because this project is very concise. This project is very. I think it does its job. It it pulls you in. Does its job. And then it pulls you out. And then it's like, but it does its job so well in the amount of time that you've given it to where it's like, I got to come back to it. Was it that, was it a, a conscious decision to make the album 24 minutes and to kind of keep every song under three? Or was yeah. that something that was just like, it just happened naturally? I think like, honestly, I probably just got better with like sequencing and just learning. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. like I say, it's just like, just, just. Growing as an artist. You know what I mean? Just growing as an artist, bro. Real talk. And just uh, understanding, you know, like, the consumer and, like, your demographic and shit like that. And even, like, being conscious of the way I like digesting music. But, like, I know for a fact I digest music differently because I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, understanding, like, the casual fan and shit like that. Like, like uh, just trying to create a good listen. You know what I mean? So... I think he did. Yeah, I was conscious of it, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because, I mean... That's some you, of the stuff that is, like, I overthink about, but it's, like, you don't even talk about it because everybody not even going to understand what this nigga, why the fuck he tripping Because about. I know, you I know, know the saying? type of yeah. rapper you are. You you could make a five-minute song where you just yeah, get your shit off, but it's like, yeah. is everybody going to consume that full five minutes the yeah, way that full five minutes song. they'll consume this Great Depression memo in the intro that's, that's probably a total of, like, eight minutes... Com- all like combined, maybe ten. But you, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's it's less amount of things, but it's still the same amount of impact bars and still the same amount of like intelligence level in there. To where it's like you're getting everything I want, but I just I split it up a little bit between this whole project. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. I appreciate that, and that's really how I was feeling about it. And like you know, I wanted to keep it under. My goal was thirty. I was like, I ain't passing thirty for nothing. I ain't passing thirty. So whatever we do. That bitch ain't passing 30. So <laughs> this bitch gonna be an episode, you know what I mean? <laughs> TV. Scooby yeah. Doo, goddamn. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And it really is, because if you if you take the commercials out of those old cartoons, they're only 23 minutes. That's a fact. There's some Facts. some even less. Fact. Like, Fact. They had us hooked Fact. on on fucking commercials. But nah, this project was hella, hella dope trade. Tell the people they can find it at. On like the streaming, just tell them where they can uh, oh, get it. Type in um Trey Lewis T R E space L O U I S on whatever streaming service you have. Follow my artist page, subscribe if that's the type of vibe the uh, the DSP on. You know what I mean? Follow me on social media. I'm Trey Lewis on everything. 
You feel me? And um, I got some more dope stuff coming. Like I said, I got a Club Renaissance dropping and probably like next week and a half, maybe two weeks, some shit like that. I'm going to drop just like some more like promo shit for this one or whatever. Once I get that out, I'm going to drop the next one and then probably come with a visual and just move on to the next like like type of vibe or project. I so, needed this. I, I like I, I always hey, tweet. I I'm, I'm sold for samples and good raps, and you gave me that. This, yeah. I think the culture needed this, especially from hearing a lot of the projects that's dropping from around Lafayette, New Orleans, Baton Rouge. This was I'm needed. trying to come with two more before the end of the year, but I know for oh. sure, for show sure one, for show sure one. But I'm trying to do two. Yo, these niggas next. I, I'm, Bro, I'm trying to do two. I'm trying to do two, but for show, sure, for show sure one. I for got sure one, one like the bitch. Yeah, it's like three. I got to do like three more lace, like three more tracks for it. Fuck yeah. We looking forward yeah. to that one. Hey, we, we was talking in pre-pro. I got to get, because last yeah, time fact, we had you a know, great... We, lo- we love talking in movie shit. Yeah, yeah like, like I, fu- I fuck shit. with yeah. it. Like, because I'm going to have to bring you on to review one of these movies with me, because, like, hey, you, can, you really knowledgeable. It's got to be some shit I fuck with, yeah. No, fact, for yeah. sure. How did you feel about the boy season two ending? And look, look we spoiling. We, let we me just let y'all know. We spoiling the fuck. I don't fuck. That shit done. That shit A1. It's over. Now that's on your ass. You know what I mean? We can talk about season one, two, but I fuck with season two. Um, it's dope how Butcher left with the boy. I'm trying to see what that's gonna be. Even with um, like I high key thought they was gonna spin it off to where like Stormfront was gonna be a uh, fucking homeland of Mama. Oh. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I like that's what I was predicting because I be trying to predict where the shit gonna go. Get I thought it was gonna on. be like that. Yeah, but I'm trying to see. Uh, we gotta see how uh Starlight. And the fucking um and Homeland and shit go pan out with them knowing each other. They know, the, knowing they dirt. Everybody know yeah, they dirt facts. now. And they say like the uh the little boy though, he's supposed to be like that nigga. Yeah. Like he's supposed to be like, like, I think like in the show, the way they trying to do it, like he the first natural born hero, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's like the shit. only person that could stop Homeland if we're being honest. Yeah, facts, facts. Cause Stormfront was theoretically like from the shit that I was seeing, they she's supposed to be like the strongest. She was like the Nazi version of Homelander. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be like the strongest, strongest him, and he fried her ass. Look, if you know DC, like, she, she's Shazam to Homelander Superman. Facts, 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 facts. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, the correlation. Big, big. Yeah, I fuck with that. I want to see, um, like I said, we talked about the spinoff. I want to see where they going to go with that. And then two, I want to see how... Um, this shit go play out with the dude in the church. Bro, he gone. He's he gone. He's dead. That nigga, they, they, that bitch blew his head up. Yeah, she did. But like, I mean, with like the whole little like organization, like how it's gonna open oh, up. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they gonna yeah. open up like the See, whole, you know what I mean? Like all that shit go, I feel like it's gonna spiral. I hope they do because I, one of my theories I predicted was that the dude in the church was the person blowing up heads. I thought it was him. No, remember it was a girl who broke out. I, I knew it was her because remember she was doing that shit in the, um, in the, in the insane asylum shit, she broke out. True. Oh, yeah, wait, wait. remember? Wait, wait, we talking chick. about the... No, it wasn't. It was, it was the senator. That? I'm talking about the senator, bitch, who, who exploded oh, the... Oh, it was the senator. I'm tripping, I'm tripping. It was the senator. Because she tripping. exploded the church nigga head at the end. That's why, because yeah. I thought it was him doing it. But when it yeah, turned out to be her, her, I was like... And she, oh, and I forgot. See, because tripping. I watched that bitch, but I only watched it once. Mm, okay. I okay. only watched the finale once. I only watched the finale once. You know you got to watch it twice. Y'all at least watched that bitch twice. But I remember you bringing it back to me, boom. Because she running for office. Yep. On the shit. And she's stunting like, you know what I mean? And then like she, she got for the Huey. people. Yeah, and Huey going in there work for this well, son. 
That shit gonna be nuts. <laughs> I compared it to like, like the wire when we follow Mayor Carcetti and we're doing like yeah, the whole we, yeah, we, we going to a different side. Cause it, when we find out shit with politics, if she if they got other supers in there, Bruh, that shit gonna be nuts. Like the shit gonna be crazy. And then I like I like the boys too, how they tie in like social political shit with it. You know what I mean? Even the shit going on, like the race issues. And that's cause really if Fuck all that other Marvel shit, DC shit. If motherfuckers had superpowers, it would be like that's this. How, that's how niggas would be. Niggas would be fucked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, that's we a fact. Would be, we would be fucked up. We would be fucked up around this bitch, and it would really be a true test of people's morals. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a fa- and that's like, like, that episode where you see the. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the the QAnon guy, but the guy who was looking at Stormfront shit when he would wake up, go to sleep. That's how real niggas live, and then he ended up shooting that yeah. man because of her propaganda. That's real exactly. life shit. That shit going on right now. That's that shit going on right now. That's right why. Now. That, that's what makes this show impactful because the way they they use, like you said, social commentary and, like, the race issue. Bro, when yeah. I saw Stormfront bust through them black people's house and don't even try to save them and just fly like, through them, I was like, what look, the fuck? fuck? And then when they was crying about their daddy, she, I'ma zap you too, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> she oh. really don't care. She really don't care. And the man. way they, they started it to make it like she was subtly racist, because yeah, at first it was like, she gave yeah, A-train, she, like, little nods, she, but we don't know. Yeah, like, like I don't fuck with, like, ooh, but, like, then it grew, like, no, this this, this bitch, bitch is a Nazi. Nazi. This bitch is a Nazi. This bitch is, this bitch is the LeBron of racists. This bitch is crazy. Sitting at Hitler dinner table. You heard? This bitch is the Thanos of racism. This one don't give a fuck about nobody and nothing. You heard? Even, even Homelander, when she told that to his son, when she was like, yeah. Homelander's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> that nigga's... <just, laughs> That nigga was off guard, bro. Thanks, 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 thanks. I'm fucking with that. What else I've been watching? Um, I know I'm late, but I just I've been fucking with Breaking Bad. But uh, me and my shorty just got into um, fucking Better Call Saul over quarantine, and I was so fucked up with it. I was peeping it on Netflix because I fuck with Saul. I watched the first two seasons. The last season I watched like back in the day when it was coming on new was the. uh, like the copy printer place okay. shit. When that shit happened, that's when I stopped. I fell off of it. But when we like caught up on them bitches on Netflix, I'm like, I'm fucking with it. And I forgot. I didn't even know they, they. I'm waiting for a new season to come out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's some dope shit. That's um, a good one. I I low key like Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad. And I know that's like a a hot take. And I know that that's is like, a hot take. That's I, a hot take. That's I just a hot take. I just like but how they the do it. Of, it's the type of television. It's yeah. like the type of show. You know what I mean? It's like because Breaking Bad is more like close to like a. It's like, I don't even want to say like a drug dealing show. It's because it, it, you really is, can't call it. You can't yeah. call it no gangster shit. Yeah, it's not a gangster no show. Shit. Yeah, you can't call it no like family shit. But it's really all of that shit. You can't it call is. it no funny shit because, but it is all of that shit. Like the Sopranos, one hundred percent is a mafia show. If it's a mafia movie, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it, The Wire is one hundred percent some gangster shit. Like, like cops but Breaking versus, Bad yeah. is like Thanks. Breaking Bad is really like damn. How the fuck did this man? Become like like he moving ice like he really like <laughs> he really going in like you know what I'm saying like that so like and I love crazy. my man John Carlo who's up in Breaking Bad and the boys I love I love him just in anything oh yeah 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 facts facts Edgar and uh pull your local nigga I, I don't know his name. oh yeah him. yeah I fuck I fuck with him Gus, I fuck with him as an actor he dope yeah Gus Gus Fring yeah Gus Fring yeah and see I fuck I fuck with him because he in Better Call Saul too thanks thanks. 
What else? What other good shit? I don't know. I ain't really been too heavy on the shows. I'm trying to see because you know I like to find some good shit and we watch. I finally watched the. I was gonna talk to you. I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You fucked with it? I fucked with it. I I did too. I fucked with it. I fucked with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but because it's like, even like, the way they like took they spinning like on the, like the true historical event. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I fuck with Quentin Tarantino. Like, period. But I really do yeah. fuck with shows that have, like, good writing. You know what I mean? Like, good writing and good, like... Some shows is not really about, like, the action. It's about, like, the emotion of the character. And, yep, like, and the, the dialogue. It's, a, it's, like, the dialogues and the character development. And, like, the le- like it's, it's, it's gems and them shits. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I, what I fuck with about it. And, like, perspectives and shit like that. So, like, I fuck with Once Upon a Time fuck with Hollywood for that. Yeah, I remember because we talked about watching yeah, it cause last I told, time. Cause, yeah, because yeah, you didn't watch you it. You told me. That yeah. shit... I liked it more than the Hate Eight. I gotta be honest. I fucked Now you sleep. Now you tripping. I'm, I'm tri- I need to rewatch Hate Eight. I need. I really do. Cause so many people you need to tell watch me the I'm... extended version of the director's cut. See, I'm gonna do so, that. They, you know they got it on. Um, I think on they, Netflix. It's still on. Yeah, the with the episodes like the extended version. I'm, I'm gonna do that. Cause I need to I give it another go. Cause I got how it too low about, on my uh, list. How you feel about um your boy play, uh directing Static Shot? Well, he not. He producing it. So I'm he cool with whatever it. The fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool as with long him as producing. He ain't in yeah, that bitch. no, he. I see. I said the same thing when I saw when I saw his name because I my my eyes just went to Static Shock and then Michael B. Jordan. Michael I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> no, read the in between and up. I was like, yo, I hope he's not playing it. But when I saw him producing, that, yeah. I think that's fire because I think these black actors kind of like what we was talking about with the Great Depression. They need to use their like their power to get black stories told because if yeah, they're not gonna thanks. do it, who's gonna do it? Who else is gonna do it? You know what I'm saying? And if other people do it, like, is it gonna be like treated? Authentic? With, yeah. Yeah, with, with care. Like, with as much care, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's, that's why I'm happy he's doing it. I do salute him for that. I yeah. do salute him for that. And anything that keep him from in front of the fucking camera, <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> You don't fuck with him as an actor, huh? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Look, yeah. people been convincing me of that. I, I think he's just our blockbuster guy. I think he's our big movie. Like, he not going to do nothing that's, like, impactful, impactful in terms of, like, yeah. how how John David Washington going to be, like, one of them like niggas. Mainstream actor yeah. type shit. Yeah, he like, yeah. he like, uh, I don't want to compare him to Will, but he's kind of like Will. No, that nigga like The Rock. Yeah, that's a better one. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga like The Rock. I fuck with Will Smith. Hold on. You don't fuck with Will Smith? I fuck with Will. I f- Will don't Smith get a way it. better actor than Michael B. No, George. he is. He is. That, that was disrespectful on my part. He is. I just don't <laughs> like how Will... I don't dislike Will. I just wish, like... When I heard Real, Will's reason why he didn't want to do Django, I was just like... Why? Hold on. I ain't hear about that. What he said? He said, basically, that it was... He didn't like how dark and grim it was, and he didn't like the idea of doing a revenge thing. He wanted it to be like, if I'm going to save my wife, it should be for love. And, like, it was against his image. So, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that hinders you as an actor to I where... Think Will, if you don't do roles that don't suit your image, then it's like, you're just acting, yeah, bro. I, I feel that. It's like he's staying in his comfort. He, yeah, Will, in his like, comfort zone. He likes Steph. He like the Steph Curry of acting. You know what I mean? He could just shoot that fucking three. But I feel like though, um, even when I when I peep Will, and this is me from the outside looking in, he was kind of uh late to even he good at it, you know what I mean, as far as like the social media shit. But even he was kind of late to get on that vibe. Because you know, he come from the era of like exclusion is celebrity. I mean, you know what I mean? Like like seclusion, I mean, is celebrity and like your privacy and this and that and the mystique and this and that. But like 
when he hopped out, hopped out in the water, he did his dab with like the, you know, the blogs yeah, and the, the skits and the stories and shit like that. But I feel like too, like, yeah, with him getting older, it would be good. He I don't do know. This might not roll or something. Yeah. He, he do serious roles now, bro. I fuck with Will Smith, bro. I do. Are you right? I I'm giving him Will too Smith. much of a hard time. I fuck with, I fuck with, bro. Um, the fucking movie with him and Jaden, uh, Pursuit After of Earth? Happiness. Oh, no, you talking about Pursuit no, of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. I did. I am. It was on After Earth. Yeah, I was about to say. I am. <laughs> the one, uh, the one with the dog and the zombies. Oh, I am Legend? Yeah. Hold- Boom. Okay, but, okay, but, like, that's I been... Robot. That's t- we talking fifteen years ago. When, see, see, you awesome. You awesome. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, I am. That's how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what have you. What have you done for me lately, Will? <laughs> Got on IG, my nigga. <laughs> That's where I'm at with that one hundred percent. Because I'm Thanks. fucking with. Man, I'm hey, fucking with Denzel. Hey, we son. got a link. We gotta just run it. We gotta run it about some TV shit one time. Fuck the music shit. I'm down. Fuck the other shit. We just gotta link. Run it about some movie shit. I fuck with. I fuck with movies. That be my vibe. You fuck with them old movies too. I will be. I mean, yeah, so like I fuck with Fuck yeah, we gonna definitely but, do that. But yeah, what you're saying about Denzel's son, I picked him out uh, in the, the football shit, ballers. In ballers. He was he was dope in that. Killer. And um, the, um, what was the one when he played like the uh, the detective? It's Black Klansman, the Spike uh, Lee the, the Spike Lee, the Spike Lee joint. I fuck with that. I really don't fuck with Spike Lee. Yeah, me neither. Me that's neither. That's crazy, thank there's you. On, there's only like three <laughs> movies I fuck with because his camera angles are the worst. Like that zoom, that like... Make- that standstill, <laughs> yeah. floaty shit. Like, bro, that shit is not innovative, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I understand he got his signature the way Tarantino got the trunk. Yeah, he got his style. He got the trunk, but Tarantino is like the, the camera, like, but outside of that. I understand that shit like your tag, your, your, you know what I mean? Your director tag, but like, outside of that, this man, like, I don't know. I don't know. He yeah, not, it, he not, he not the, the sickest to me. He not one of the sickest. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm unbiased. You know what I mean? That's me being objective. I, and honestly, some... I think John Singleton was a better director than him. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to John Singleton. I fuck with John Singleton. Like I fuck so. with John Singleton. So well, he fuck. had some nice shit. We gonna run it. We gonna run it on some movie shit for sure, though. You gotta check yeah, out John fuck. David new shit Tenant when it come out on DVD. Tenet, it's, the, is, it's the new Christopher Nolan movie. They got they got Denzel's son playing the lead. That shit is hard. What type of shit is on? It's like uh some some I don't. I'm going to say, like, some Jason Bourne shit, because I was going to say James uh, Bond shit, but it's more so, like, some Jason Bourne shit, but, like, uh, not shit. as comic booky, but more, a little more serious. Like, he's, like, a, like some, some real-life world shit I fuck going with that. Oh, you know what I fuck with since, we, since the last time we linked, bro? That shit that came on Netflix with Adam Sandler, that shit was Which good. Which one? You talking about Uncut Gems? Yeah, that Fire. bitch was good. I appreciated that shit. Fire. I appreciated that bitch. That bitch was good. And then they off him soon as he got the yet. Oh, bro. <laughs> I was pissed. Was, <laughs> I was like, I was I like nigga, you did all nigga. of that. You did I all of that shit. The nigga. nigga said, like, bow. And then didn't kill his friend. Like, both yeah. of them. <laughs> and he let him out that bitch. He was like, bro, I'm going to break you off and everything. <laughs> like, fuck that. Nah, you kept me locked up in this room for three hours, nigga. Fuck you, you, you for a whole Celtics emotions. game. Bitch, you play with my emotions <laughs> for the whole Celtics game. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that nigga fucked up. And I'm gonna kill the I'm gonna kill it. the person who hired me because you're doing too. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Right? So it's a lot of it's a lot of good shit. I'm gonna have to run through my. Yo, if you yeah. fuck with that movie, I'm gonna give you another suggestion before we get up out of here. What up? The same directors is called Good Time. It's good on time. Netflix. It's called Good Time. It's with uh the nigga who about to be Batman with Robert Pattinson. It is the same style of movie, but no, just watch. Hear me out. It's the same style of movies. Uncut I'm, I'm not a big DC fan. It's serious. I'm not a big DC. When it comes to the cinematic universe, I'm not a I big understand DC. That. 
I don't fuck with DC. You seen that that shit they talking about with the Spider Man putting all three of them niggas in that bitch? I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that that, that shit gonna be hard. I'm trying to see what who your favorite Spider Man <sighs> out of them three niggas. Out of them three, I mean Tom Holland would be, but he don't do. He's too much of like Tony Stark's Robin for me to pick him. I gotta go with Toby. I gotta go with the first one. The I like the one who the one who fought the Green Lantern. Uh, him. The, Wait, who fought the Green Lantern? Wait. In the first movie. Oh, with the, the Green Goblin. Movie. Yeah, him. The, yeah. I mean, the Green Goblin, not the that, Green Lantern, my bad. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. the Green Goblin, when he killed him in, like, the uh, the brick. Yep, and he drove nigga. the thing through him and jumped into the backflip over the shit. And he had the, the train shit. shit where he was yeah, pulling him. the trees. Like, ah. I don't fuck with the middle one because he was a simp. Yeah. <laughs> the middle one, he was always, like, this nigga was always crying and whining and fucking crying over there. Like, bro, fuck that shit, bro. You Spider-Man. I fuck with Tom Holland, though. I fuck with him. I do. That's my... Tom Holland got to be my favorite one because I like him because I feel like with that one, they really got back to like that Spider-Man I grew up on. Like, you know what I mean? The sarcastic <laughs> motherfucking, you know what I mean? He talking this shit, the goofy kid Spider-Man. That's why I you know fuck what I mean? with him, but I just don't like how him as Peter Parker is amazing. Like he is Peter Parker through and through. I just don't like how they don't bring in Uncle Ben and they make it too much about Tony Stark and like... But I, I, mean, I need him to be his to, own man. I, but I, I think they had to, they had to fit him into the vibe. They got to fit him into the vibe. Now, even, I don't know how long his contract is, but if we could really see him grow up into that would yeah, be hard. Spider-Man, that would be hard as a bitch. I agree with you that. You know what I mean? And I don't give a, I, 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 I'll forgive you for Uncle Ben. Because even when we talk about Uncle Ben, bro, the nigga pulled up and he died in the whip. Like, who really, <laughs> who really talks about Uncle fucking Ben, bro? Like, this nigga, you know what I mean? With great power comes great responsibility. That's all that nigga gave you. One fucking line. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, even the one uh, when boy when he dropped him off at the wrestling match. That was the old Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that one. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, I ain't tripping on Uncle Ben. They flip uh on uh on Maeve in the fucking with old boy who uh worked with yeah with Tony Man. <laughs> yeah, so it's like and that's cool and they made her younger, so I think they paving the way for them to grow to grow hopefully. into it. That's hopefully. just my assumption. If it's that, then I assumption. agree with you. Because if we could see him grow up from a high school Spider Man to like to reporter, college, yeah, to reporter Spider Man, you know what I mean? Like on the undercover and shit, like shit like that. Like I fuck with that. Like. Nah, I fuck with that. Like for real. Especially if they bring it all three in and then we go get the black one too, I'm down. I'm down. They gonna bring the black one in on it? That's what they saying. So it's gonna be four of them. It's gonna be four. Well, the, the black, they gonna bring the black one like at the end of the movie. On some, while, on like the, the credit screen. Yeah, and like while, while, while uh, Peter's with like the MCU niggas, the black one gonna be doing the song, like the Venoms and the, that yeah. shit. What you think they gonna do about Black Panther? Rest in peace to uh, Chadwick. Yeah, Bones, rest in man. peace to Chadwick. Yeah. Uh, look, and I'm I'm controversial with this because people say they should just give it to Shuri, but my thing is, how can you just give it to Shuri and you just kill him off screen? Like, that don't make no sense to me. So it's like you gotta recast him. Like you can give yeah. it to Shuri in a movie or two. Like I'm cool with that, but you gotta we gotta get one where it's, where he has another. You gotta have give the character another movie because it wouldn't be fair to the character to just kill him off. That's what I'm saying. Then I wanted to see them do the shit. I don't know what I ain't. I ain't seen Halle Berry in a minute. You want to see the storm shit? Yeah, I want to see that shit. Nah, I want to see that shit. And you know they can't do. I don't know if they go do Idris Elba because you know he the nigga that hold the gate and Thor. Yeah, yeah. Idris Elba hold the hold. He the nigga with the staff and Thor and shit. Who else? And they, they, they kind of fucked up because they cast so many black people in that movie. Bro, dude who played Spawn, the nigga who played uh Black Dynamite. Oh, no. he kind of really do karate. Yeah, he kind of yeah. Old, Jay White, look, uh, I like yeah, the yeah, yeah, I like the dude old. from Moonlight, the the uh 
Not the young dude. The nigga who at the end was the gangster nigga with the uh yeah. with the durag. That, that young nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if he just be going for the bag. He be playing in some shitty moves. <laughs> yeah, he does. He be playing in some pointless ass moves. I seen the one when he when he strangled the white girl, uh, in the bed or whatever. Or did she did he really strangle her or did she like? I, I think forgot she how did it some, went. I think she just. Oh, she OD. She OD. Yeah. And they was trying to pin the body on him. On him. He ran and they killed him. That was pointless. Uh, <laughs> just the ending of it. The one when he went to jail with his pops. That was pointless. <laughs> that one I hated. That one. <laughs> I hated that shit. Like I hated that shit. And Netflix really be going for the black plight vibe. They just be like, <laughs> we gonna put some black plight shit on the screen. We'll, we'll have no ending. Have no like shit to draw this shit together. None of this shit. You heard me? And it's just like, like what the fuck, bro? And then what? Uh, he had another one. And I'm not gonna lie. I understand Moonlight, but at the same time, pointless. <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, bro, at the same time, it could have been told better. Y'all could have gave us something extra in they the They should have put some more into bro. that. Let's put some more shit into the characters, bro. Because if you want to like, give the, the 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 black homosexual a voice, you got to go all out with yeah, it. Yeah, like. like, give him some shit. And, I, and he don't have to be full P-Valley, Uncle... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uncle Clifford hard. with it. Yeah. P Valley hard. I'm fucking with P Valley. I'm I'm ready for that shit to come back on. Nah, they Same. To, like, for real. I'm My girl was watching that. I was like, what the fuck is this? She's yeah, like, I'm you ain't heard of P Valley? Valley, Valley hard. Bring that shit from the top. You <laughs> heard me facts. Like, facts. I'm trying to see what's going to happen with Mercedes. You watched all of them? Yeah, I watched all of them. Yeah, fucking right. I bet. Boom. I'm trying to see what's going to happen with that. Her mama crooked as a bitch. Uh, I don't know why that black lady went with uh went with that white dude after and the security dude stood up for her. I was like, just shook like, my it's head. It's cool, but it's like I don't, it was like that's how she be though. That's how she be. Yeah, no, that's how that's re- yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's that, that was realistic. And I kind of like movies. I'm kind of morbid sometimes with movies. It'd be like I'd be like, bro, I don't be liking all that fairy tale shit at the end of my movies. All you the want time. it to be real, yeah. And, and like my shows and shit. That's why I love uh, Hateful Eight because it's like it's like. And Quentin Tarantino movies in general, like ain't no, like he fuck fuck up, fuck the happy ending. And Honestly, them, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the most happy ending. Happiest. Ending he's given, like besides Django. Technically, yeah, and you know Django's a technicality like, for sure. It gotta be happy because the whole thing is about slavery. Yeah, it, let's let it at least be happy. You know what yeah, I'm facts. saying? And so it's like. Like I feel him. So but once upon like, a time in Hollywood is the really only happy. It's ending really he the gets. only was like, damn, this is a happy ending. But I, I think he had to do that because he didn't want to. Because the, the people that are in it are still alive. Like, well, yeah. The, besides uh, Margot Robbie's character who who died yeah. in, the, in the killing, but like everybody else surrounding it. Who, was that you who told me that um they wanted to do another Kill Bill, but it was some shit that happened with Tarantino and old girl who played uh Beatrice's kiddo. No, I don't think that was me. Oh, but they said it was like some out, like, you know, real world type shit, like on the set type disputes and some type of, you know what I mean? Some shit like that to where it was like, yeah, yeah she's not fucking with it, but he was trying to get him to age, you know what I mean? Naturally. And uh, do the next, whatchamacallit, the next but one? like that's, yeah. We about to and get I his last it, I movie. The, I hope we get something the, good. Yeah, I thought I think the plot was supposed to be how. Uh, remember when she killed uh, Vivica Fox? Yeah, it was supposed was to be that? the daughter. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the daughter come back, and you know what I mean. And her daughter and her daughter go at it on some shit. That'd be fire. I'd fuck That'd with that. That'd be fire. I, I hope they can piece it up if they do have a beef. Yeah, because 
That Thanks. shit would be ill. We definitely getting you back to come talk to some movies. This yeah, is yeah, we got to talk. So we got to talk some movies. I like talking and talking to movies. And then with quarantine happening and shit, I just you watching everything. I'll, I'll be watching. Then like even like the way I record, bro, I'll be recording with movies on mute with the subtitles on and shit. That's just like I fuck with. I fuck with this shit. Set so, the tempo. Hell yeah. Thank you, Trey, man. As always, I love talking man, bro, to you. Man, bro, thank you for having me, bro. You know, it's always dope when I come in and get to running with you. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. You already know. Tell the people where they can find you on social media and where they can Same. get the album. Uh, I'm Trey Lewis on all social media platforms. I-M-T-R-E-L-O-U-I-S. Um, on stream, all DSPs, YouTube, whatever. It's Trey Lewis, T-R-E-L-O-U-I-S. Back out the house. Tap in. If you tap then I appreciate it. Uh, follow my artist pages. Subscribe. I got more dope stuff coming soon. Hell yeah, man. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Trey. Y'all make sure y'all go check, check out that new album because it is fire, fire. Definitely in the, gonna be up for the Bros Who Think Awards. This album of the year category is hey, deep. Thanks. But I, but I can say this that. right now. You I'm are the favorite you, for best, you best intro. Another one in. I'm gonna try to squeeze <laughs> another one in there for you. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> you know? Fuck yeah. But yeah. I, like I said, you definitely, best intro category, you lead in the race. That's a fact. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Well, but with that being said, let's finish up the pod with bros who ball. Want to say thank you to Trey Lewis for coming on the pod. Such a great interview. I'll make sure y'all check out his new album. Uh, it's back. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Back out the house, back out the house. Make sure y'all go check that. Shout out to Trey. Love every time you come on and we will get you to come talk some movies with us. Cause your movie tastes great. A. But uh, let's get to this uh, part of the pod. Bros Who Ball, where we talk about the sports and everything going on in the sporting world. Join with me, as always, to my left, Mr. Adam Schubert, and at the bottom, Mr. Justin Batiste, back! My guy missed, but, but let me say this. My guy has done his homework, and we got some NBA draft talk coming. Like, which pod you know out here doing NBA draft just early? Justin got us on the lock. It's Liddy. But how you fellas doing? I'll start with you, Justin, since we haven't heard from you in a while. I'm doing good. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm still waiting for our, our one-on-one, though, Lennon. So. Mm. <laughs> Yo, all right. Wait on that. So. Bet, bet. End of December. Started in, <laughs> right before the new year, end of December. I'm going to be in shape by then. I got, now that you tell me, I'm, I'm going to get it. Then. We getting it. We set the date. What's up? If you're still here, 31st. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm a hoop on you. Tomorrow, next week, two months. <laughs> all I got to do is force you right, and you can't score. Oh, 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 oh. don't Damn. act like I didn't see Tyler Post. <laughs> I, I've been scouting. I know. I know you like like I didn't play basketball. But the question is, can you handle when I hit you with the hit you with the Dirk back down, then step back jumper and lifted right knee, and then shot over you in the paint? You can't stop that. So, but 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 I digress. We'll talk about this and we'll film it too for the uh, for the fans. Shoot, how you doing, brother? I'm glad no one's trying to play me in one on one. You're horrible, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible. <laughs> but in I'm lacrosse, bad. you would fuck us up, though. Oh, I, but, yeah. But I don't know if you still got it. Uh, I think I do. I'm going to try and join <laughs> uh, join up a league. My girlfriend my girlfriend was like, you can't do it no more. <laughs> yeah, dude, my girlfriend tells me that all the time with basketball. I'm like, I'm, I want to say B word. You just don't know. You just don't <laughs> effing know how much I still got it. Like, I feel it. Like, honestly, I feel like my jump shot's better than it's ever been. Like, the form, now that I've, I've like, seen and studied form shooting, I shoot way better than I did before. Got that elbow, uh, right up, right up, elbow in. But, you know, we're here to talk about non-has-beens because that's what we all are. But, <laughs> Justin, we are has-beens. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. Okay. <laughs> like, ooh, man, it's over for us. But all right, let's talk basketball first since we got Justin here, and then we'll talk NFL. Me and Trooper to close up. We'll get we'll uh, do the news, and then we'll get Justin's draft stuff that he's given us. All right, so with the news, gotta talk about it. Pelly's big signing. Stan Van Gundy is now the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. And I just want to say, starting off, I like the move. I like the move a lot. What I'm going to say first, he's an adult leader. He's, he's, a, he's a grown man. He's a leader. Not saying Alvin Gentry wasn't. Not saying that. But Stan Van Gundy is one of those people that he motivates. He's like, he's that type of coach. He's not a silent coach and like says, do this, do this. He makes halftime adjustments. That's one thing he's, he, every time he's watching the game, he'll make adjustments. But the key thing that we need him for is defense, 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 defense. Pelicans were one of the worst defensive teams in the league, one of the worst transitional defensive teams, one of the worst defensive rebounding teams. We're just horrible on defense all across the board. And that's one thing Stan Van Gundy's teams consistently have done, whether it was when he had success in Miami, Orlando, or even failure in Detroit. His team's always played good to decent defense. And that's something that we have. He's also good at developing players, which we saw in Orlando. So all in all, I think it's a good hire. I'll start off with you, Justin. Justin, what you thinking? Good hire, bad hire? You liking it? I like it. Uh, No, it's not one of those like, oh, man, I like it. And I've actually – he has experience. He's been to the finals. Uh, He's been in the playoffs. He's uh, been in the league around the NBA for a while. And I've honestly – uh, grown, grown as grown as a fan for him because like just seeing seeing him on Twitter and watching him in the bubble talking about social it, it social issues and him showing his IQ of the game, I became a bigger fan of him. Well, became a fan, and I, I think it's it's a, a good pick, and I'm in, interested to 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 see how it's gonna go. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm interested as hell, man. I gotta see those uh, the assistants though. I want to see who they're hiring for the assistance. That's big. But, like, I'm going to let Schubert get his thoughts off, but his, his, his plan that uh, he talked about on the Low Post podcast, Zach, uh, Zach Lowe's just like, yo, he has a plan for these Pelicans teams. He really likes this team. He said he wasn't going to take any job that just came out at him. This was his first choice, and he wanted to be here. He loves Zion Williams as a player. He loves Brandon Ingram as a player. He loves Lonzo Ball as a player. So all those trading Lonzo things, I don't think that's happening with him there. I don't think that he trades Drew Holiday, if I'm being honest. I think we're going to run this team back, but with a new system and adding a couple more players, like maybe getting rid of Derek Favors and adding like a couple pieces here and there, and then whatever we get in the draft. But in terms of like how people, and myself included, was talking about getting rid of Drew, uh, some people are saying getting rid of Lonzo instead. I think we're keeping it because Stan loves this team and what this team has, and I think he has a good vision for it. Schubert, you, I remember when you first heard the rumors of this, you tweeted uh, the bunny from uh, the Pets movie, the Kevin Hart bunny, and it was like, huh? So, so how do you feel? Are you still at huh? Now that it's now that it's well, happened. it was when it first all came out, it was the shock because it wasn't a name that we had had on the list. Yeah, true. And not, and not really many people had on anybody's list. They've had, they had uh, his but, brother over him on some people's list. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know too much about Van Gundy because, I mean, I thought we were going to start with the, the big news of, you know, Kevin Bjorkren and the Pacers. <laughs> I thought that was, you know, what we were going to be talking about first because, like, you know, whoa. You know, <laughs> they hired who? Big breaking news. <laughs> um, but Bjorkren? anyway. Who is that? Yeah. I thought they were supposed to hire Chauncey Billups. That fell through? No, uh, what's his name? Nate or Kevin? Like, uh, Nate Bjork, Bjorken. 
<laughs> Nate Bjork. Like some ESPN can't even get the dude's name right. They don't even know who the <laughs> guy's name is. But yeah, I mean, I think the Pelicans may have one, in my opinion, the whole coaching carousel at the moment. I think they got the one guy that has a some credibility backup. Um uh, bring something new and fresh to the pro, to the organization. Um, when when you look around the league, I mean, we just don't know what Steve Nash is going to be. Ty Lue is apparently inheriting a uh, a really we'll get to that team hostile situation. So, and then this dude, but know, Doc Rivers and the Sixers may be good though. Uh, well, I mean, they're still the Sixers at the end of the day, and they That's have true. to make make moves based upon things that they've already done. Now, when you're talking about all the moves that the Pelicans may or may not make. I don't think Stan Van Gundy really has much say in that because based True. upon it's even things we were talking about off air about, you know, Stan Van Gundy as a GM didn't necessarily work out. He's here to coach. Yeah. Just I coach. think he's just going to be coaching whoever uh, Dave Griffin gets out on the floor for him. I think there still is a lot of potential for Pel- for the Pelicans to make moves. Um, but I don't necessarily think that it's needed. Like yeah. I think that you know they could take the guys that they had this year and you know plus DD and, and having a um, healthy Zion a healthy Lonzo it, it, like ex- we never really saw this team at full experience Jackson Hayes yep and then if yeah. you add maybe like a couple like maybe one more role player to go up in there but like you get it's more ready Josh Hart more ready Nicolo Melli. You get a young DD Luzada Silver more experienced Nikhil JJ Reddick coming back. Etwan Moore, like the only loose end really is Derek Favors because you have the thing is with the starting lineup, you have four guys who can get it. Like four guys who can get it. That's more so, than a lot of other teams. I have a question. Is it playoff? Is it playoffs or bus next year? Ooh, that's a great question. I think it's all going to depend on the circumstances because I think, you know, the playoffs were optimistic for the Pelicans this year, but you know, playoffs are a little more serious start, this year. And knowing that Zion wasn't even going to be around until half the year, it wasn't like, oh, so we're making the playoffs. So when I, when Zion came, things started, the pressure started rising. So I think the momentum they're carrying right now, you do this kind of tired. expect, you do playoffs. kind of expect to make the playoffs. But then again, you are in the West, so you have to kind of understand the landscape of what you're dealing with right now. That's very much this true. being still a young Zion's team. second year, Lonzo's fourth, like Brandon Ingram's just coming off most improved. They're still they're, they're I think in terms now, of if they were in the East, they should be yeah. contending for championships. <laughs> I think if there's the East, it's playoffs or bust. But because Schubert makes a good point about the West, I think they should make the playoffs, Justin, one hundred percent. But to say playoffs or bust, I don't think we're there yet. Now I think Zion year three playoffs or bust like for sure but like this year it's it's iffy because denver's gotten better lakers are still good rockets are gonna be there okay c falls off but dallas is better uh grizzlies are better uh the the i mean the trailblazers are gonna be there they showed us that they're gonna have a healthier team the suns they can carry any bubble momentum they're better the sacramento kings should be better like there's teams like the west is getting more and more difficult. So I think they should make it, but I think playoffs or bus is a year, a year out. I think it's a year out for sure. But I'm liking what this, t- what this team's going to do. You think it's playoffs or bus? 
I, I think like those guys. Okay, Zion. I think he's. A, I'm. I think he's the next big thing. I honestly I do. do too. And I think Ingram, Lonzo, they've been in the league for a little while now. I think their their feet are wet. Drew Holiday's been in in the league. You, you make good points. I'm not mad at it. Uh, John and them. They made it to. They damn near made it to playoffs last year as rook as a rookie. That's I think true. the Falcons are a better team than the than the Grizzlies. So I, I agree. Should make the playoffs I, I, at least as an eight seed. Look, I, mean, I ain't mad at that. But it would have to be near the, the bottom. I'm not mad at that at all because if you like, I said, if you look at their top four starters, it just depends on how you how you view Zion. But I'm with you, Justin. I think he's gonna be the next big thing. And then I view Brandon Ingram pretty fucking high. Like I think Brandon Ingram is like. <laughs> like I think he's about to be a, a super. Well, I mean, he was an all star, so. <laughs> like I think, like he's about to surpass Tatum in like a like because Tatum's kind of falling off, in my opinion. I think Tatum's taking a little little break. Yo, dude, you, you, I don't know what games you were watching. I, I, I didn't see. Like I wanted Tatum to show me something Yo, in the playoffs. He broke records. The thing about Tatum is okay. The Tatum is the, he disappears. The thing about Tatum is. He's not a Jamal Murray where he'll just go up for 40. He'll have a, he'll have a steady 30, a steady 25, 30. But as far as like just going off for 40 and 50, he wasn't doing that. About, but he is a player. I'm a Schubert. He has. I know. I, I think he's great. I'm just saying, I see Brandon Ingram in that class. Like, I think I have Brandon Ingram in that class. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say he's better than Tatum, but I just have him in that class. And I, I think Brandon Ingram has that 40-pointer monster in him. And we've seen it where Brandon Ingram just give him the ball and get out the way. Like, Slim Reaper, Kobe style. So, you know. And then when you have Drew Holiday, one of the best perimeter defenders, and I and you know how I feel about Lonzo. Yeah, Justin, you're right. This team should make the playoffs. Like, this team really should. It just depends on how they start playing defense, how the coaching, how they take to the coaching, and can they get a better big man? Because they need a center. Because it's not Derek Favors. It's not. You need a big. You need a big. And Jackson's not ready. Like, if we trying to make a playoff run, he's not ready yet. We need we need a big, and we got to hit free agency for that. So. Joel Embiid. Joe, he's not coming to talk. You, you clown. All right, but let's talk about the Clippers. Man, the Clippers. Are they in trouble? Question mark. Are they in trouble? So I saw Stephen A. reporting that uh, Kawhi wants a point guard and that the Clippers want a point guard. It was on Twitter that they're, they're thinking about doing massive overhauls to that roster. Schubert, I know we talked about this little off-air on the phone. I actually think they're not getting rid of Kawhi. I think they're trying to get rid of Hera and Lou Williams and get themselves like a good point guard. That's what I'm saying. The words are that around the agents is that so- – there's going to be movement in that roster. So they're breaking it up somehow, some way. Like, of course, Kawhi is going to be your piece. Um, you know, do Chris they make Paul, the play for Chris Paul? A, yeah. But I think Chris Paul is also interested in being a Laker. And a Milwaukee he's, Buck. He, he's already done the Clippers thing. So, yeah, and the Bucks. But I'm more, I, I really think that he would go do the Lakers thing. Like, why not? I agree. I agree. <laughs> Man, but, like, I... <laughs> Maybe that's me hating. Maybe that's me hating. Like, maybe well, I mean, that's like, like some hate in my heart. There's going to be people that are But if he like, goes oh, to the well, Bucks, of course. like. But I mean, like, what? It's just like, oh, well, I'm going to go play with people that I don't really care to play with just true. to make prove a point. I, I just don't know. Like, like, I can see where people are like, oh, yeah, well, you got to do that for your legacy. And it's like, well, you know, I could take the hardware, take, you know, the story of me trying to get it. 
in, a, yeah. in, in cold Milwaukee when I could just go to LA where I want to be. That's true. That that is true. Ooh man, but I just don't think that the uh, the one last thing I have to say is I just don't know if the Clippers is as attractive as other places right now. That's true. What you were saying, Justin? What do you think about this whole Clippers fiasco? Is PG an option? Well, I mean, well, I was going to talk, talk about the Chris Paul thing. Right Go ahead. Here. Chris Paul, he's been great throughout his career. So if he goes to the Lakers just to win, win the ring, I don't think anyone is going to, you know, you know, trash him for going going, going to the Lakers. If anything, he he he, he really uh, deserves a ring. I think so. It I I, I won't be mad if, if he goes if he uh the, the, if he decides to go with LeBron AD and tries to win. Oh, it doesn't affect Chris's legacy, and I don't even think it affects LeBron's. But I do think it affects Anthony's. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have to you know, that, best that, People would say that's hate. People people would say that's hate. So I'm not gonna do that. We're not we're not hating on Anthony. I gotta. I'm showing LeBron love right now. They're the champs. I'm paying them. They're just doing. I'm not. I'm, I'm not hate. I'm not hating on Anthony right now. But what you think about the, this whole Clippers fiasco and not in mess? They, I mean, it, it's it's a lot, especially after last year, uh, last season. It's a lot, you know, going on. They got Ty Lue. But, you know, Paul, I, I think it all starts to just Paul George. And I think a point guard is needed. I think they, they need a third guy. Uh, I think Paul George, he's a, he's a third option. I don't think he's a second option. But I really think, you know, they need him to be, to be at all-star level in, in the playoffs. I really think he hurt them last season. So I think it's, it's it's really all on him, and they they definitely a point guard. Yeah, look at this point, I'm not mad at them if they get rid of Lou Will and Montrez Harrell. I'm really not. Like to get a good point guard, if like they could get like who's a name? Chris Paul's the only name I can think of, but like like those two, those those two are solid. Though. I like I like like Lou Will. They like they they both played huge in the playoffs last year. I they mean, did, I, but like if you get like a. Mike Conley, uh, someone of Kimball Walker statue, but not Kimball Walker. Like someone around, like I don't know who's available. I don't know if D Rose cuts it. I don't know if D Rose cuts it. Let me see. Chris Paul, like someone like that, it has to be like someone elite. It can't be someone like I'm not trying to down Mike. No, no, I know what you're saying. You can't give away Harold and Lou Williams, Lou Williams for uh, Mike Conley or a guy who's. Iffy, you need someone who's gonna come in, and you know that he's gonna be that guy. That's true. I'm trying to see any name. Like, do you take a chance on Goran Dragic, free agent, if you're the Clippers? Do you take a chance on Fred Van Vliet? Do they push you over? Like, is that the like? Do those guys push you over? Like Goran, he played, but I think he's just good for for the Miami Heat. I That's what I'm. That team. So, I don't know who I, they could make. I don't for. know if Fred Van Vliet is. Yeah, he's not nice. that. To be a starter. That's what I'm saying. Is Fred, Fred Van Vliet enough? Because like the the most popular free agents are Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram, who I think we're going to resign, Demar Derozan, Fred Van Vliet, Montrez. Oh, Montrez is a free agent, so they might let him walk. Uh, Gordon, Bogdanovich, and Dragic, and Bertans. Like so, there's not really many point guards out there for the get. Choked. They had enough. Yeah. They did. They did choke. That is a fact. And Dallas is going to be like, let me just say this. Dallas is like one of my favorites next year. If the Lakers don't make any moves and Dallas like comes back a little stronger, yeah. Dallas will be good. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're there yet. I think if they get a, a 
they need a junkyard dog. They need like some somebody that's like one of the Morris twins, but not like the Morris twins. Like someone now like the that. now one dumpster fire that's out there that I'm also interested in because of the news that they had this week is uh Houston. You know, now that they're with, without a GM and a coach, you know, it seems like they're you know they don't know what to do. Drowning. Drowning. <laughs> Just drowning. Cause like at this point, I'm like, are they about to be a team with James Harden and Russ Westbrook, and we don't know if they're going to be able to cut it. Oh, I got two potential trades now that you said this. For both the Rockets and the Clippers, do you trade Paul George for Westbrook? If, if, if they do it. Does that push the Clippers over the edge? If I trade, I, I, I would do it. <laughs> Trade Westbrook for Paul George, but does that put them over the? Could could Kawhi get Westbrook under control? Like Kawhi did it with Kyle Lowry, he could maybe do it with Westbrook. I don't know. It's just that what like he's just so like he Westbrook's so erratic. He's like Paul George. They both they both don't they don't always show up. May not pass the ball to Kawhi. Like (laughs) I I wouldn't do it. I don't know if I would do it to be honest. Would you tra- like, now, now, if you could get rid of Lou Will and Montrez for Westbrook, I think he'd do it. I think he'd do it in a heartbeat. I think but, I would. But I don't know about PG. Yeah. Also, PG for Ben Simmons. Is that something you'd do? Well, I don't think Doc wants to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doc doesn't want to see any sign of... P- yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Doc's trying to trade Ben Simmons to the Timberwolves to get LaMelo Ball. <laughs> It's just so hard to it's hard to really say to like would you just blow it up or try to like because it's like they were up three one. They were. Yo, side note, if that trade happened, Lyndon, the T Wolves would be dangerous in the West. Yeah, Ben Russell, Russell, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Towns, Ben Simmons. What? The question would be, could they win? That would be the question. That's the question. Yeah. But I mean, like, like that—that—that's a dangerous three right there. That is. That's something that I saw. Um, I saw Rashad Phillips talk about on Twitter. So you know, something that might happen. But Dustin, I mean, Justin, let's talk about what you got for us in terms of draft, getting us ready for the NBA draft, which the date is. Let me pull it up. NBA. Oh yeah, eighteenth. It's the eighteenth of November. So you're getting us ready over these next couple of weeks for the NBA draft. Do you want to do like your top five? Oh my, my right, oh yeah, I, I can do my top five right now. Right, or do you want to start at the bottom? Where do you? How do you want to? How do you want to do this? You want to start off with top five? I can go five now. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's uh, get your. Let's get. First, uh, so no, I want to start from number five. All right. Uh, it's gonna be hard. I, I should probably start from number one. <laughs> you can start from wherever. Yeah, I have a seven. You kind of put me on uh, on the spot. Well, just here, give us some I, of the guys you're looking at right now. You don't have to order them right this week. Just give us some of the, some of the guys that you think should be on people's radars. I'll tell you who the who who I think is the best player in the draft. All right, go ahead. Who you got? Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball, best in the draft. In the draft, I really do. Well, I why think- why you see that? Tell us what you see. I think he's the most skilled player, and I think also he's played against pros. Also, that's also helped, and I, I just think he has that. He just has that Hooper game to his style of play, and I think the other guys, you know, they they there wasn't an NCAA tournament, so we couldn't really see them play against you know in that that big time environment. And I I I just think that Lamelo Ball, I just think he's the most. Skilled 
skilled player out all the draft picks. So I, I, I think he's he's the best player. But I think my sleeper in this draft is going to be uh, – my sleeper is Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. All right, what you see in him? He's a good point guard. I mean, he's 6'5". Uh, he can pass the ball, takes care of the ball. And he makes he, he makes plays. And I just think that he's not getting a lot of, a lot of attention. Okay, because, from the Cyclones. But he's solid. Okay. He's solid. What, what would you say his best skill is, Tyrese Halliburton? Passing the ball. Passing the ball? Passing the ball. He, he can make, make the spot-up three-point shot. He can uh, get to the basket. He takes care of the ball. So uh, I like him a lot in in uh, in, in this draft. Bet. And too many people are talking about him. He's a, he's a first rounder, but he's he's not getting talked about enough. Okay, so we got the best player in the sleeper. We're gonna get your rankings soon enough. Up. What do you think about James Wiseman? If you've seen, if you've looked at him yet, like is is the hype real? I think the hype is real. It's just that he hasn't played. Like, it's just because the whole NCAA thing. But he wasn't injured or anything. He just couldn't play. And when he did play, I want to say he averaged, he averaged a triple-double. He was number one player in the nation coming out of high school. He was. He, was he can run the floor. He has a, he has a touch around, around the basket. And I also think he's pretty un- underrated, too. But no one's seen him play. So I think that's why people are still they don't they're not really sold on him yet. But I, I think he's he's gonna be a big time player too. I like him a lot. Probably all star eventually. Hell yeah. Okay, so what back to Melo being your best, which is LaMelo Ball. Maybe that's why Doc Rivers trying to get him best player in the draft. Uh what do you think that he does differently than his brother? He can score better. That's a fact. He can score better. That's the main thing I think is that he can score better than his brother. Yeah. Well, hey, that, Lamar's been telling us that since day one. He has. He can score better, I think. I mean, he's a good passer too. Lonzo could also pass, but like Melo just has that flair to his game. He just has that style of play. Like it's just made for the NBA. Yeah, Me- Melo's one of those people that can just go out and get you like 30, 30 points, maybe get you like five, seven assists. But the thing that Melo is, he doesn't play defense as good as Lonzo. That's what Lonzo does better than him. Melo's defensive game, but yeah, it can grow because he's 6'8". Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think he's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, oh, okay, 6'7". I, I think he's 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, around that. But that's still a big guard. Yeah, that's a huge point guard. And I, I think he, he's a better... And I, I also think he's, he's a better playmaker, too. Better Ooh, playmaker. Better playmaker than Lonzo Ball. That I that that I'm not gonna agree with. Lonzo's so, throwing like half court passes and shit like that. I think he's he's a better playmaker. So Justin, do you think if the Warriors had the second pick, they would take him at two? I, don't, I if they would, it would be to probably trade him. I don't think they would take him to just keep him because I don't think he fits fits the Warriors. Do you think the Timberwolves take him? I don't think they should take him either because you have now they probably could because you because uh you can probably put D'Angelo at, at the two spot, but I think D'Angelo is more of a one. And it's kinda I think Melo is more of a one too. So it's gonna be hard to have those guys both play the one position because they're both so ball dominant. Yeah. So I don't think they should take him at number one or two. Real okay, Schubert. You Knicks might get now, him now. Do you think that Wiseman fits in for any of those picks? Yeah, the the Warriors. Yeah, 
Raiders, they always had like a big man who could, you know, like they had Bogut. They always have a, a solid big man who sets screens, pass the ball. And he's better than Bogut. Exactly. I think he could be good in that system. And I guess the last question is for the T-Wolves, if they were to pick one, you know, is there a guy that would fit something fit for them at number one? Anthony Edwards. Because he can play off the ball, and you can have uh, D'Angelo Russell at the one and have um, and, and have Ed, Edwards play off the ball more because he's more of an off-the-ball type of player. Fuck yeah. Man. We got this draft coverage for you guys, man. Leading up to the draft, Justin has us under locks. We'll get his rankings of players next week, and we'll and we'll keep this going. But sleeper, we got uh, who? Who'd you say your sleeper was? It's Ty something. Ty Tyrell. Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, best player, Lamelo Ball, man. That's what's up. And the and the pick that the Timberwolves should take is uh, Anthony Edwards, and we got the pick the Warriors should take is James Wiseman. But and the Pels are going to get Kira Lewis Jr. Even though Lamelo Ball is the best player, he's not the first pick. You like him? I like him too. Wait, who yeah, is this Bama guy? guy? Who is that guy? He played Alabama. Alabama. What he? What does he play? What position? He's a point, point guard. I, I compare him to to Dennis Schroeder. Okay, off the bench, like second Gary Pongard. He can pass the ball. He can shoot it. I think he would be good off the bench for the Pelicans. I like. I kind of like that. Now, not a Dennis Schroeder type. I can get. I can get down with that. Six three two. Ooh, I get down with that. All right, all right. We'll talk more about this next week. All right, Schubert. Let's get into some NFL. What a bad week for some teams. Like, let's let me just start off and say. Some teams underperformed. Like, want to talk about underperformance? The Browns. Gosh. Want to talk about underperformance? The Cowboys. The Bills let me down. They had a chance to shine. Underperformance by the Packers. Underperformance by the Patriots. Uh, Underperformance by the Rams. To a 49ers team that's not fully healthy. Uh, And let's start off with are they real or are they fake? We got to bring the segment back. I'm going to start off with the Browns losing to the Steelers 38 to seven. Just, just atrocious, just all around atrocious game. Baker Mayfield couldn't do shit. Like Odell was, was upset on the sidelines and threw a pick like right off the bat. Baker Mayfield, two interceptions. They put Case Keenum in the game. Embarrassing. Uh, Kareem Hunt couldn't do nothing on the ground. Odell got two targets for 25 yards. Defense gave up 38 points. Man, is Browns mania? Is Browns uh, hype over? Are they real? Are they fake? Um, I I would almost, like, if we were putting, uh, like, if it was a stoplight, I would say give it a yield for a second because it's really hard to base it off last week's performance because if we're talking about teams who are real or fake, the Steelers are real. The defense is real. The seal curtain is back. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's been doing dealing just as much as he has been in the past. And Chase Claypool may be the rookie of the year. Like, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a real football team. They might be the best football team in their division at this point. Like, I, I kind of like them in Tennessee as the front runners of the AFC right now with Kansas City. You know, those Ooh, three are no pretty Ravens. much... Uh, you know, the Ravens, did, honestly, they didn't look too good against the Eagles in that game, and they didn't look too good uh, in their loss against the Chiefs. So, you know, the Ravens are a team that I think, you know, is still a top-tier team, but I don't know if I would 
Say if I think the that they're a super, I don't think of, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team right now. Where I think the Titans, the Steelers, and the Chiefs are Super Bowl teams. Ooh, so the, the Titans, Steelers, Chiefs, real Browns yield. We're not gonna say they're fake. We're gonna just say because like, I still the think Braves. they could be a playoff team. But I also think that they it could go south real fast. Um, <laughs> Depends on how they bounce back this week, man. They got they, they got to do something this week because that was a deflating loss. Now, um, talking about last week with a mixture of the news this week, so Tua is going to start for the Dolphins not this week, but for the next week because Dolphins are on a bye. And I think you know with the Dolphins being three and three now, they moved to Tua because they're starting to see in the scope of the AFC that, hey, at 3-3, three and three, we have a shot at getting into the playoffs, um, especially now that the Patriots are seeming to you flounder. Know, flounder with, especially we knew that it was going to be difficult for them because they had defenders that opted out for COVID. They said, we're, yeah, we're not going to play. Then, you know, Cam goes out. He's starting to come back in the rehab pretty much. It was not, wasn't a big injury, but still he had to miss a game. Um, and you know, they shouldn't have lost, they shouldn't have lost that game to the Broncos. The Broncos are not that, not, not that good. Drew Locke didn't um, look good either. No, he didn't really look good. And the Patriots, you know, kept it. They, they, I mean, they were close. It was the Broncos only kicked field goals. Um, they had every opportunity to win that game and they didn't. Yeah. So like if I'm Miami right now, who had a 24, nothing win, uh, and you're going to start too. I think they see something in him. You know, they're a team that could possibly make a push now. So I mean, there's teams. I think the Bills still got it the locked door. in their division, but I think they could pass up the Patriots. I think it's yeah. Possible. So like, like you know, the the Bills are a lock. Let's say Steelers, Ravens, which takes uh, then Chiefs and uh, Titans. So those are your division leaders plus the Ravens. Yeah, and you get two more. Right now, the the best AFC teams that I could see are the Browns, the Colts, and the Dolphins. Really, Dolphins got I mean, a shot this so year. The Dolphins have a shot at making it making it into the playoffs. If uh, now I I'm not sure if I'm missing a team because because I'm not looking at the bye, but I'm pretty sure that those are the teams that could can make it in. Yeah, Chargers yeah. are now. Colts, Titans, Ravens, Steelers, Chargers are one and four, not them. Chiefs, yeah, Dolphins three and three. Bills, Bills four and two. Uh, Raiders, Raiders is the other one. Raiders are three and two, but I don't see it from them. Oh, yeah, they're about to lose this week. Yeah, so. so all right, bet, bet. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, another are they real? Are they fake? Um, Joe Burrow. Real, super real. Is I Joe know he, Burrow real or is yeah, Joe, real? Is Joe Burrow real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we're seeing. Joe did his thing. I got to give Joe his props, even though he lost to the Colts. That was a damn good loss. I, I well, I think this is especially goes into the whole Dolphins bringing up to a thing is that they're seeing that Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are working. So it's one of these things where hey, let's go ahead and put two in the game because if he works like these guys are working, then we're a playoff team. And if he doesn't work, then we've got to get out, get rid of this guy. That's true. That is true. So they got to see what's up. Uh, Joe Mixon got injured though, but Giovanni Bernard did his thing. So you know, shout out to shout out to the Bengals, man. They're they're trying Giants to push got the along. first win. Are they real? Maybe. No, <laughs> y'all beat the Washington. They are team. one game away from <laughs> being in the, co the conference lead. They have every <laughs> shot to make the playoffs right now. <laughs> they are improving every week. 
Schubert, are you, as a fan of the Giants, are you looking forward to the playoffs right now? Is that what you're doing? I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. Because, <laughs> like, you know, no, Washington with Kyle Allen's not beating anybody. Kyle yeah. Allen is terrible. The Eagles find every way to find a loss. Like, it, you know, I was watching their game. They make every mistake that's you know, ever been possible in a football game. And it's the most cringeworthy football I've ever watched. And the Cowboys are terrible. They don't have a quarterback. (laughs) All the the Dalton people are just like silent now. And Dak, when all the Dak fans are like, I thought y'all said Dalton was going to take his spot. Dalton couldn't do shit. So, you know, the Giants are doing running back by committee, trying to figure it out. Daniel Jones getting better every week. The defense getting better every week. So. You're buying into the Kool-Aid. That's crazy. The, before we thought the Giants were possibly up for Trevor Lawrence. Now they might be a playoff team. <laughs> it might be a playoff team, and yeah, oh and my still goodness. be and still have a losing record. That's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. So yeah, that's all the games. I guess uh, that's all the all rules, all the fakes that I had really. Um. Oh no, B- Buccaneers defense real fake. They so I better think, be. Eh? I think they're real. I got them in fantasy. For fantasy, yeah. For fantasy purposes, they better be real. <laughs> like, they put it on Aaron Rodgers, man. Two interceptions, pick six, some a fump, I think they had a fumble recovery or something like that. Like, shout out to the Buccaneers. Shout out to Tampa Bay. Saints got something to worry about. Like, let's, let's be honest. Yeah, they do. They really do. I think the Buccaneers are the better team in the division at the moment. Um, and, you know, if we're talking about NFC teams the same way I was thinking about the AFC teams and, you know, who's, who do I feel like it can push to Super Bowl? It's probably Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Seattle, and, uh, uh, that's it. You know, the bears, even at five and one, dude, they're like, they're like, limping their way through five and one true that is true yeah i got the seahawks the packers the bucks the saints and maybe the cardinals man like we might get no three, get out might, of here we might get three nfc west teams yeah i think we, we might get three nfc west teams in the playoffs but like if we're talking about super bowl the cardinals now get out of here. oh no 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 so wait do you think the 49ers would be out over the car that NFC West division is crazy right now. Yeah, the 49ers have a chance to to turn it all around. Yeah, they're three and three. So we'll see how that goes. But I mean, maybe with the Rams being where they are, I think the thing about the Rams is if we're talking about teams that are real or fake, like the Rams are really possible a team a team that are that is fake. Mm. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the 49ers last week. And all four of their wins are those NFC East teams that I just said were terrible. We're trash. Cow- <laughs> Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. The Rams might Washington. be fake. Oh, so the Rams no. could really be fake. Mm, okay, okay. All right, what games are we looking forward to this week? Give us give us one, and we'll just go back and forth. Um, well, you know, what's really interesting is that Thursday night game, the Giants and the Eagles is really a battle for the NFC East with the two best quarterbacks in the NFC East. <laughs> this guy pushing it's the, the Giants truth. narrative. <laughs> it, it is it is absolutely an important game at this point. You know, uh, so There's whoever more important games on the slate than that. But you know, this is a t- this is a game that could, could you know mean something for the playoffs. Like it, it 
It's a okay. really important game. All right. That, that's the first game you choose. I'm going to choose the Seahawks and the Cardinals, a big NFC West showdown. Uh, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson showdown. I love it. Antonio Brown, can he get to the Seahawks? I don't know. I don't know. Don't let Antonio Brown go to the Seahawks. It might be over with, fam. Like, it really might. Like, I'm going to be honest. Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, Russ, Russ Eaton, DK Metcalf, Antonio Brown. I know the Saints can't cover that team. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the big issue for Seattle is all, is the defense. So, yeah. Can they contain Kyler Murray is going to be the question for them this week. But, um, you know, I would think that maybe Kyler Murray and them could, could get the best because the Seahawks at this point, since they're undefeated, we're just waiting for that first loss. And it would be better for them if it came against a good team than a bad team. So, so you think Kyler Murray's winning this one? Uh, carrying the momentum that they had from that Cowboys victory, possibly it's going to be in Arizona. So there'll be fans there. No, actually, since they're indoors, so it won't be fans. But, you know, maybe that means something to them. All right, all right. I think I, I got the Seahawks winning. And in your Giants-Eagles game, I got the Eagles winning. I do not think the Giants are going to win. Well, I, I think I can go either way, but the Eagles lost Zach Ertz and their entire offensive line. So uh, I didn't know. I don't know either. about that. Giants might win that one then. Never mind. I, I, I refrain from picking on that one, but I am picking the Seahawks. All right, should we give us another game? Um, There's still way start, more battle games in the game. Start, start off Sunday with the Steelers and the Titans, two five and yep. teams. Someone's got to get out of there with a loss. Big I'm game. taking, I'm taking the Steelers right now. I think the defense for the Steelers is real. Is, is real. The, one of their biggest uh, strengths is stopping the run. So uh, best run Ooh, defense. Should not play Derrick Henry this week, huh? The best, you know, should not play. <laughs> Derrick Henry is, but I mean, like Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, so he could possibly still break one. But you know, the, their pass rush and their defensive, uh, you know, the the D line is doing a really good job stopping the Front run. Seven. So, and the Minka Fitzpatrick's out there wheeling and dealing at safety. So, Ooh. I don't know. It's, the Steelers are dangerous. But, yeah, uh, I got the Steelers winning too. I do because, like you said, and then I like what Ben Roethlisberger is doing on offense, showing he can get it. And James Conner, they're doing it both on the ground and in the air. So I like the Steelers not only for the defensive reasons but for the offensive reasons as well. Can Ryan Tannehill win a game without Derrick Henry? That's what's going to have to be seen that week. Um, all right, next game I got. I st- I still think there's a lot more, a lot of better games than the one you said first. I'm just trying to see which one I'm going to. Yeah, there is. I'm going to say this one just because it's intriguing to me. Green Bay and the Texans. The Texans are coming off of winning. A win. No, they, they lost. They, I thought they won. They played the Titans, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they won the week before. They lost. Okay, so they mm-hmm. lost this week. But coming off a hard-fought a hard fought loss, it wasn't like in the uh, Bill O'Brien days. So can they bounce back? The Packers are coming off a loss. You get the Deshaun Watson-Aaron Rodgers battle. QB QB magic all over the field. Packers need to win this one coming off that loss. I got the Packers winning against the Texans in a close game, though. I think Deshaun Watson does some magic and makes the game close. Uh, After what I saw from Houston's defense against the Titans last week, especially against the run, I think there's too many weapons on the Packers for them to not win that game. Uh, But maybe the Texans are getting better, so it's possible but i think the packers are looking for revenge nah that's where i'm at with it all right what game you got next um definitely the um monday night game bears rams oh I, you know, this I thought is you're gonna go somewhere else 
No, I mean, this is two teams that are really trying to prove themselves. Yeah, both the fakers right now. Um, you know, I think that I would take the Bears in this just because I feel like their defense is still a huge strength. It is. Um, Goff is going to get rattled. He's going to make mistakes. I think it'll be a, this might be a really low-scoring game because on the flip side, the Rams also have a pretty strong defense. Um, but well, one thing we know uh, about Nick players. Foles, he will stick to the script and not take any chances. But same thing could be said for Jared Goff because he is a game manager as well. I, I think I'm with you. I got the Bears winning because the defense, I think their defense is just, I think the Bears offense can maybe get one on, in on the Rams. Whereas the, I don't, I don't see Jared Goff getting in one on the Bears defense. I think Khalil Max is going to definitely get a sack. And the final game I got 49ers and Patriots. Cam needs to bounce back. Cam, Cam needs to bounce back and get a win for the Patriots. Secure some spots in the division because sure got Miami Dolphins making the playoffs. So, look, Cam got to make up some ground. And 49ers, I know you're at the bottom of the division, but because the Rams are looking so shaky, you guys can make a come up. You're not out of it yet. This is a big game for seeding for both teams. I think that's a huge game. Sure, do you have any more? I feel like all the rest are trash. Um, the only thing I think it's worth mentioning because of the area that we're in, the Saints are going to play the Panthers, and I actually think that Teddy Bridgewater might come in and win. So. Ooh! Bust the Saints at bro. I'm so not don't, into the Saints don't, this year. Don't let Teddy Bridgewater come into the dome and win. That's all I gotta say. I'm so not into the Saints this year, man. Like, I'm not I said it last year. I said that was our best year to chance to win a Super Bowl. I don't think we're about to win one this year. I just think there's teams that are just outright better than us. Granted, we can get it going later in the year, but like as of now, Saints out first round of the playoffs if they make it in. First round exit. I see it. Drew Brees can't throw the ball over 20 yards, and the defense can't guard anybody over 20 yards. So, like, those things don't mix. Like, if the corners can't guard anybody past 20 yards, and they're throwing 30 and 40 and 50-yard bombs, and Drew Brees can't throw any bombs to match it, we ain't winning this because Camara gonna end up getting broken if we keep running him like running him ragged. Like it's coming. Sorry, and I don't want to wish that upon him. Let me knock on wood. But from what we've seen with running backs, when you run them ragged, and he's not a built running back like a Ezekiel Elliott, like a uh Derrick Henry. He's more of the Le'Veon Bell type who get, who gets injured when you run them too much. So I don't know, man. Play Jameis, you cowards. <laughs> like, I'm still on that bandwagon. Play Jameis, you cowards. But that still doesn't change the defense. All right, Schubert, what you got in college football? Just real quick. Because college football is uh, a hot mess football. right now. Uh, well, you know, last week was pretty crazy with the Alabama-Georgia game. Alabama fans, they'll be lying to you if they, if they tell you that they weren't sweating. I know you were. At halftime. Uh, but it was a little bit nice to see that their kick, the kicker make like a – a pretty clutch 50-yard kick at, to go into the half to make it 24-20. So Alabama may have a kicker now, which so they may actually be the team to beat. You know, that was a pretty big win for them. They pretty much cemented their role in the SEC moving forward. There's not really a lot of teams ahead of them that are going to give them a lot of trouble. Now that we see LSU pretty much is just Done. a lost cause, uh, they're going to have Miles Brennan out for the next couple weeks. So we'll see what they put out on the field there. They're actually a threat to lose this weekend to South Carolina after what South Carolina did to Auburn last week. It seems like anybody in the SEC could beat anybody on a given night. So I can't really say that Alabama has, you know, the 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 easy route to the championship. But, you know, 
They're catching Tennessee at a really good time this weekend. Uh, they're going to catch LSU at a good time. Uh, and doesn't the big, Auburn, uh, the big 12 Auburn at the end this week? Yeah. The big 10. Yeah. It starts this week, Ohio state, Nebraska. Um, not a lot of big games, but on Halloween we'll have Ohio state, Penn state. So we'll talk about that more next week, but uh, yeah. So big 10 gets back in action. Clemson's going to destroy everybody. Notre Dame played Louisville and only won by five points. 12 to seven was the score. But wasn't that and like that one of their first weeks with all their people? Who? Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Well, if that's all their people and that's the performance that they put up, then it's kind of embarrassing. Oh. They still have some time for Clemson, but, you know, the they ACC is right. embarrassing because, you know, they're losing the teams left and right. Like Syracuse lost to Liberty University. But, yeah, when you lost the uh, best team in Louisiana, it's not a good time. With, with the playoffs being so wonky – don't be don't be surprised if they possibly give BYU an oppor- opportunity to go to the playoffs. What? BYU is a program with a, tr- a tradition of winning national titles. Most recently, they had a what a 1984 national championship. So, you know, they're a team that what conference has a are they in? They're independent. Oh, they're independent. They have uh, the the national. You know, presence to be able to be like, oh well, they're like a team that you could put in there. They're going to go undefeated. You know, they're destroying every team they play. So you think if there's a two-loss SEC team, that's like, well, I think you know, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State are pretty much your three. Yeah. And with the Big Twelve being what the Big Twelve is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe threw BYU a bone if they didn't want to add in a second SEC, SEC team. team. Mm, okay. Okay. Bet, bet. Well, we'll get more updates with you next week. All right. That's all we got this week for bros who ball. Uh, Justin, start us off. Tell, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Yeah. So my uh, handle name is Justin Matisse 22. You guys can find me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, LinkedIn. And those are all my social media. platforms. And also, uh, my blog, TrazenLays.com. Check that out. I've uh, been on that pre-read a lot uh, lately. so Dropping a lot of good draft gyms. Draft time, so draft November 18th. So, yeah, check it out. Hell yeah. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Justin. Check out Trazen Lays. Uh, Run those views up. Schubert, where, tell people they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at aschubert14. Check out the uh, the newest episode of Run It Back that came out this week where Backs. Linda and myself and Ian Hawley review Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Solid, um, solid episode of Run It Back. And I also, show. And he, uh, yeah, and also this week on the Bros Who Binge podcast, we reviewed The Trial of Chicago 7, which Great is a really, a really good movie. I'm actually going to watch it again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We reviewed some more Avatar as well as the finale for Lovecraft Country. So all our shows are ended, man. We finished the boys. We're done with Lovecraft. We're going to be done with Avatar next week. Sad times, sad times in Ridgemont High, but but we got Mandalorian coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, next week we we're going to talk uh, the this final Mandalorian trailer. There's uh, and other next bits week's our of- final episode on Monday. Oh yeah. Yeah. The final episode on Monday. So, so we yeah. have to give people the new date soon enough. But y'all, y'all be on the lookout for that. But yeah, what we got next week? Uh, anything besides Avatar? What we got? We got to talk about that. Is that Borat. something we got to talk about? Oh, Borat. Yeah. 
fire lit. All right, well, we got Borat, but we'll talk about some some of that off air. Uh, you guys, make sure y'all follow me, LimbyWT, follow the bros who think, at bros who think. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube. Yo, we're streaming now. We're going live, late nights with Lynn, talk show style. You guys come in. We'll talk about, I'll talk about whatever with you guys, man. You want to talk about your love problems? Bring it in. I will t- I'll give you advice. You want to talk about movies? Bring it in. You want to talk about anime? Bring it in. You want to talk about sports? Bring it in. You want to talk about hip-hop? Bring it in. I am a well-versed talk show host, and we're going we're gonna to have a good time. The first stream, we uh, everybody in there, we reviewed this rap cypher. It was dope. Everybody was giving their rankings on the rap cypher, like 1 through 10. We were trashing those dudes if they were trash. Like, shit was fire. We had a good time. Played some music. It was nice vibes. We're going around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. We're, we're a nighttime show. Late nights with Lynn. Y'all, y'all come through on Twitch. Follow us. But be sure to subscribe to the YouTube, to the SoundCloud, to Spotify, wherever you listen to us. A lot of videos coming. Like she said, check out Run It Back. Check out the Kaiju number eight video if you're a fan of anime. And uh, be sure to check out Bros Who Binge. But that's all we got this week for Schubert, for Justin, for Trey Lewis, for Doom, for Brooklyn. My name is Lyndon. We'll be back next Thursday, as always, bringing you the yeah. best content in sports, music, and pop culture. So be on the lookout for that next week. Until then, yeah. peace. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like Mihawk. Blue strip, 100s, yeah, my pockets finna seawalk. Talking crazy, I decide your heads and say you can take it off. In traffic with the cutter, getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I got a plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a 100 band jug and then went fuck it off. My dog would get no fucking money around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas lies, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Foolio on fire, they won't smoke, then I'm a lighter nigga. Heard he got that work, I pull up on him and retire a nigga. Walk a nigga down with this bitch, I'm Michael Myers, nigga. Said he wanted beef, why you put up with some sliders, nigga? Yeah, Crystal Burger. You official price shooter, that's a toy burner. Keep your girl from rhyming unless you want her bent over. It's turned upside down, bitch, it's turned over. Three, five in the wood, I am not sober. On the beat, I made magic like it's black over. Step inside the building, all they smell is gas soda. Think he trying to make me lose focus, almost passed on her. All that wagon she was dragging, no, I had to poke it. Youngest sitting sideways like I'm big pokey. Chase the blunt down with wax, I'm a big smoker. Boss man pulling Strange, bitch, I feel like Joker. Yeah, yeah I feel like Dofi. You do not know me. Yeah, yeah fuck the police. Yeah. Cut a nigga hands off, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Young Chris, a fat ninja, bitch, I feel like Choji. Yeah. Chris, a pass me the blade, I'm finna chop him down. I'm Sasuke with my hands on me rounds. These niggas try to play with me like I ain't got a crown. The sword through his body like a candle and a meltdown. Young saucy little nigga, but I still got it. If he a ninja, I'm a motherfucking samurai. I took his bitchy off white, look like Mariah. I'ma finish him off, let me grab a katana. Fatality for you and your fucking mama I ain't got no beef, but if you want it, I'ma get the fine I need to stop trying, get a new plan, y'all man's down Bitch super duper blind, head she looking like a sign Damn, shit I'm in the sand All these niggas mad cause they don't really know what we saying He brought a gun to a sword fight and he left praying Ball sensei with a red tie, look like Hitman My nigga he forever by my side, he my best man I slice him up and regenerate, who jack man? How you let that nigga fuck you up and he a blind man? Went to Japan, bought a kunai and shurikens Blow guns, them nunchucks, I spent a solid three bands Niggas busting EDDs, never seen 10 bands No jewelry is capri, that shit made out of 10 cans He wears brother hand me down, so he got on them big pants I bet the clan mad as fuck they going on them big rants They think they some big dogs But they really some little ants I just did like five flips And you mad cause you can't That's why I want walk the water Feel like I'm in Sudan I just might fuck his daughter Just because I can Probably shouldn't have said that Cause they master getting big mad Now he wanna do it with a nigga
nigga, I'ma beat his ass. Thought it was a game, now he swallowing crush glass. I never fuck with school, I was the dude, the front class. All in the halls, but I never had a hog.